Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Good 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 morning, everybody. And welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up every morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Listen, let's go ahead and hop into the first song. As we right Lord, help me. Help me. Thank you. 
good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Come on, come on. Let's say it back. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And welcome to Waking with, Waking Up with the Prophet. Y'all know how we do here. We wake up every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Look, I don't know where you are right now. If you're at work, coming home from work, already uh, uh, working out somewhere, called off work, whatever you're doing this morning, I just want to make sure you're starting your day off the right way. That means with the right people, right conversations, right attitude, all that good, right stuff to start our day off the right way. Y'all know how I am. I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, guess what? It produces the right things. It produces all the right things that you need in your day. With that being said, y'all know how we start off. We start off with a word of prayer. I don't know about y'all, but this is that season where I'm finna lock away and just pray. I don't like. I don't know. I just gotta lock away and just pray. And I said I was gonna be doing that this past weekend, but I just didn't. I just couldn't. So I gotta lock away and pray. But you know, for now, we gotta do our quick prayer just to you know start to start to start the show off. But other than that, I'm in a season where I just wanna lock away and pray, Julie. I really just wanna lock away and pray. Why? Because I wanted to figure out what God is really saying, like what He's really really saying. But listen, let's go before a prayer right now just to open up the room, and then we're coming right back, okay? Our hearts and minds clear. God, we thank you right now. Mm. God, even as we come to you this morning, God, we thank you just for being a mighty God, just for being a wonderful God, being a fantastic, amazing, and an awesome God. God, we thank you because you covered us during the nighttime. God, we thank you for your mercy, your peace, and your love. We thank you that no weapon formed against us was able to prosper. God, we thank you for your love, your power, and your sovereignty. God, before we ask you of anything, we posture our hearts, our bodies, and our spirit to give you glory, praise, and honor for everything that you've done, everything that you are. God, we thank you for it, God. We give you praise, glory, and honor for it, God. Even when we came closest to death on last night, God, you protected us. You didn't allow last night to become our last night, and we thank you, God. We give you praise and honor for it, God. We thank you that our headboard didn't become our tombstone overnight. God, we thank you. Even as I come to you now, God, I ask that you will continue to govern us, continue to cover us, continue to guide us. God, we thank you because we believe as we pray that we have already received it because you are not a man that you shall lie. Neither are you the son of man that you shall repent. God, when you speak something, it is so. So God, we thank you, oh God, for this room. We thank you for this space. We thank you for this place and we thank you for your grace, God. Father, even now, we ask that you will continue to cover this room. Allow blessing. Allow this room to be anointing. Allow this space, oh God, to give off the energy that no other space gives, oh God. But let it be empowering and impactful and encouraging. Right now, in the name of Jesus, Father, let nothing, oh God, come against those that come against this room, oh God. In the name of Jesus, any person, oh God, that come again, come in this room, oh God, let nothing come against them, oh God. But let them be strong, oh God, in their spirit and in their mind, oh God. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, that you're protecting our mind, that you're protecting our family, that you're protecting our finances, oh God, that you're keeping us and covering us, God. We thank you. 
Father, we repent even right now, God, for every sin, every form of sin, transgression, and iniquity, God. Everything that we've done, oh God, willingly and unwillingly, God, knowing and unknowing, God, we ask that you will forgive us right now in the name of Jesus, God. Forgive us that we may forgive others. Forgive us that you may give unto us, oh God, the love that we need, oh God, the care that we need, the desires of our heart. Father, forgive us right now in the name of Jesus for anything that we may have done, oh God, to cause us to be separated from your love. Although we believe that nothing can separate us from the love of God, we ask that you will continue to forgive us, oh God, for everything that we may have done to offend you. Now, Father, even as we go forth on today, continue to grace us with the mercy that we need. Continue to grace us with the love that we need. Continue to grace us with the gifts that we need. Continue to grace us with everything that we need, oh God. Father, we ask that you will continue to download into us the agenda of heaven, God. Let us know what the agenda of heaven is, oh God. Download into us the agenda of heaven and of earth, oh God. God, give us our daily bread on today and continue to guide us in ways of all truth. In the name of Jesus, Father, even as we ask these things, we believe that we have received it for you said in your word that when we pray believe in the lord your god and you shall receive so god we receive everything that we're asking for because we believe by faith that you will not lie to us god you are god that cannot lie so we thank you and we put our eternal hope in you in jesus name we pray amen yes god I'm sorry, I had to get on my knees and stretch my body before that prayer. Oh, I don't know about y'all, but I kind of woke up. I ain't, I don't know, it's weird, but I feel God. I don't know how to explain it. It's weird, but I feel God. <laughs> I woke up kind of tired, a little bit tired, a little bit stressed. Well, not stressed, but a little bit worn. But I was like, God, do I really want to do this today? God, can I call off today? God, what do you want me to do? He said, nope. He said, get up and do it. Because guess what? If you don't, who will? I'm calling you to be the difference in the earth. I'm calling you to be the strength in the earth. So you got to do what you don't want to do, even when you don't want to do it. I said, God, that don't make no sense. He said, well, life don't make sense. But guess what? I created it and you still got to do it. <laughs> I said, um, all right. That, that's, that's, that, that works for me. That works for me. Look, let me go to a quick song and then we coming back. Is that all right? All right. You don't know what I've been through. Let me share my story with you. All the things that he brought me through. Stormy days and my rainy days. You don't know. All the tears I've cried, the things I've kept bottled up inside, trying my best to be strong, waiting on God and holding on. You don't know. Let me down. He 
Boy, I know he could sing, man. Lord have mercy. Just don't know, don't know, you just don't know, don't know. Hey, hey. yes, yeah, my. I just want to sing so bad. It's okay. I be so jealous of people can sing. Lord have mercy. I want to sing one day, God. I'ma sing, not sing. I'ma sing one day, sing in a good way. Lord have mercy. Well, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're waking up with the prophet. Y'all know how we do it. We wake up every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music. Oh, Lord have mercy, Christ. I'm sorry, y'all. I almost fell. <laughs> no, I'm too old to be falling. I'm too young to be falling. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I almost fell. <laughs> Y'all pray for me. It's too early in the morning. Normally, I'm up and excited. Man, I ain't wake up till 11, well, no, 7.55. Not 11.55. Till like 7.55, like five minutes before the show. Google going to me some, hey, you have five minutes for the show. So I'm get up and say, I said, Google, leave me alone. 
At eight o'clock, Google turned them lights on. I said, okay, no mind. I'm gonna get up. I'm sorry. I'm good. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, let's go ahead and jump into the scripture of the day. Y'all know how we do it. We do not start this show and just get into conversation, start talking about stuff and having a good time in here without the word of God. We gotta pray and then we gotta give our scripture. Then we go into another song. We already pray with a song. So we're gonna give scripture and then go to another song. Amen. Y'all know I'll be having to get as much music out as possible. Because when everybody come in here, they're gonna start talking. And ain't ain't gonna be no more music. <laughs> ain't gonna be no more music. So let's go to the word of God for the scripture of the day. So the word of God for the scripture of the day is James chapter number one. James chapter number one, starting at the fifth verse. And it says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Lord, have mercy. That was the New Living Translation. I'm going to read it from the NIV because I'll be telling you, it's something about reading from these different verses and passages and it hits you. Like I actually need to read this one from the message. Let me see, can I find this one in the message and see what the message say about this one? Because I believe the message is the Gal version of the Bible. <laughs> it says in the message, and this is James chapter 1, starting at the fifth verse. It says, if you don't know yeah, it says, if you don't know what you're doing, pray to the Father. He loves to help. You'll get his help and you want and you won't be consented to ask to ask. Yeah, you won't be consented to when you ask for for it. Ask boldly, believingly, without a second thought. People who worry, people who worry their prayers are like winds whipped waves. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I mean. Don't think you're going to get anything from the master that don't think you're going to get anything from the master that way. A drip at sea. Keep your options open. That's interesting. That is not okay. I'm going I'm to I'm go with what the message saying because truth is it's it's all saying the same thing. I don't know what a wave whip wind is. <laughs> like, I don't know what that whip wave wind is or whatever it is. But it's all saying the same thing, y'all. <laughs> y'all know how I am, beer. With scripture, I don't add nothing to it. I ain't going to take it away. That's why we got all these new Bibles and stuff now. But simple as possible, if you don't know what you're doing, if you find yourself in, in, a, in a tough situation, if you find yourself in a bit of a bind, <laughs> like the old folks used to say, in a bit of a bind, it's, it never hurts to ask. It never hurts to go seek God for wisdom. I'm talking about even when you praying, when you uh, just in a moment of a rut, like all of that. People think that asking God is just a, a form, oh, God, I need your help. God, come to you now praying for some help. God said what to do. No, it ain't always like that. Sometimes just having a casual conversation with God can somewhere introduce you into all the help that you need. Hear me again. Sometimes having a casual conversation with God can introduce you to all the help that you need. Oftentimes we get so tied up and so bungled up and thinking that we got to be deep when we go to God. Think we got to be deep when we ask of God. Thinking we got to be deep when, you know, when, when truth be told, no, have a simple conversation with God. And guess what? He going he gonna, to he gonna work it out. I tell people all the time, you got to stop being so deep, so churchy, so spiritual. People don't know, man, I work in the world. Half these people that I work with and I get saved, you could never get saved. That's why I love my grace. I said, you can teach them. You can bring them to Christ and all that other stuff. 
or not, you know, develop their, cultivate their Christianity and walk and all the other stuff. But certain people who I interact with, them crackheads, them cokeheads, them dopeheads, them drug dealers, them prostitutes and, and street walkers. Uh, no, no, no. Because you're going to go try and your deep voice and your, your saved voice and your old spiritual voice looking all powerful and dignified. No, no, baby. Uh, Amarius. Thank you. It's time to stand up, stretch, and make you some breakfast. Thank you, Google. Prophet Omari is going to walk in there real cool, real calm. We're going to be homies together and all the other stuff. Then I'm bringing them to Christ. We be don't preaching and all the other stuff. Stop all of that. Ask God for some wisdom. Because obviously, we got more, more, more degrees than at the mama. We got more wisdom than Solomon. And, and trying to help people, but hurting people. That's not, no, no, no. It's a me type of Monday. I'm working on me. I'm working on me. It's a me type of Monday. It's to me. God says, if anybody lacks wisdom, if you don't know what you're doing, if you find yourself in a rut at, at, at this point in time, have a casual conversation with me and ask us some wisdom. Plain and simple as that. Have a quick conversation with God and ask for some wisdom. It never hurts to ask. Listen, it's 8.30, y'all. Y'all heard Google going off in the background. So I got to get off my little soapbox. I got to get off my rant about that scripture. But yeah, this is that season where, man, I'm asking God for wisdom. I'm asking God for wisdom. We all want to help people and do this, that, and the other, but guess what? No wisdom. We all smart. We all got the wisdom of Solomon, but no wisdom. Like, we got knowledge and no wisdom. Wisdom teaches you strategy. Wisdom teaches you how to do things, when to do things, what you should do when you don't know what to do. Some of us just have knowledge. In this season of my life, I need wisdom. But, it is what it is. Let me go to my song, and then we come in right back, because it's 8.30. And some in my spirit just want me to hear this song so bad. So let me play this, and we come in right back, all right? All righty. Storms keep on raging, 
my, 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 my soul. That's my, that is my jam right there. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Create me to worry. That's my, that's the next song. You supposed to slow down. You did not create me to fear. Okay, let me stop. Y'all know I be loving my little gospel music. My gospel music get me through the day sometimes. I'm talking about that man said, billers may roll, breakers may dash, but I will not stray because he hold me fast. Hey, so dark night. See, oh, I was, I was trying to, I was going in my own little zone. I'm telling you, I was in my own world. God have mercy, I thank you. Cause he saved my mind and my spirit and my soul and my body. Whew, God have mercy. That's my part too, though. The prisoners may roll, breakers may dance. I love that part. I don't know why, but that part just hit me. And I was like, I almost want to cry when that part come on. I guess because I don't know. It reminds me of my grandma. It reminds me of old school living, old school church. Like things went the best. You didn't always have it together. You couldn't. What what they say up, uh, brother John? You couldn't dot dot every I and cross every T. But you realize every day. Is the day to give God praise because guess what? You have the opportunity to. Oh man, let me stop. I'm in my feelings this morning, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. Wait, when I, oh God, when I think of salvation, when I think of knowing God, loving God, being able to come back to God, I get in my feelings because some people just don't have God, and we're the only God to some people. We introduce God to so many people and have the ability to introduce God to so many people, and sometimes we don't. Sometimes we don't, and it's so hard, man. It's hard seeing people go through and not having a God, not knowing who God is, trying to introduce them to God so they can get through. Oh, Jesus Christ on the cross. I had a weekend, y'all. I had a fun weekend, though. <laughs> it was fun. But seeing people like, oh, it's so interesting when certain people don't know who God is and what he can do, what he should do, coming back to like, oh, my God, the love of God's heart and the lack of love that people have and see in this earth, y'all. Whew, my God. I didn't get the chance to rest this weekend. I definitely did not get a chance to rest this weekend. Because anybody who knows me in person knows my normal day-to-day and lifestyle and stuff, they'll know, like, ministry don't pay me. <laughs> the world do. <laughs> I don't get paid for ministry in no form. Like, yeah, I get a seat or two at nine then, but ministry can't pay my bills. I got $200 rent, <laughs> plus, plus bills, plus utilities, plus insurances. Like, uh-uh, that ain't, that ain't, uh-uh. Ain't ministry ain't doing that for me. It ain't. It ain't. So I be having to go work. I be having to go, you know, to a job sometimes and stuff. So, man, I went to work this past weekend, and I ain't finna get into my weekend recap yet, but I had to go work this weekend. And when I tell y'all, hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. I just thank God sometimes for being able to get on this radio show Mondays. I thank God for just being able to come in here with saved people sometimes. I thank God for just being able to come in here with people who can be like-minded, be my peers, be my elders, be my friends, be my unders, and be like, hey, we all got eyes to die and tease the cross. And I'm trying to realize, like, I'm trying to convey that message to the same, to the world. Like, oh my God. Whew. Jesus Christ. The time now is, oh, it's 8.41. Good deal. Good deal. The time now is 8.41. So y'all know it's time to start checking in. Google wanted to interrupt my song so bad, but I'm so glad. Oh, 
Hallelujah. I waited for patience. I waited on the patience and the wisdom of it all. So Google can interrupt my song because if he would have interrupted my song when that man said, so dark tonight, it comes in the sky. I know it's all right because Jesus is mine. And Google would, hey, the time now is eight. I would have slapped Google all through the window. I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, no, I probably would. No, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. I can't. I can't. Uh -uh. I ain't going to go buy a new Google because I got upset. You ever, man, I'm, bruh. That just takes me into something I've seen this weekend. You ever seen people who couldn't control their emotions only because they're upset? Normally they can control themselves and act certain ways, but when they're upset, they just go haywire. Man, I've seen somebody do that this weekend. I'm like, bro, calm down, bro, bro. And it's, it's hard calming down mad people. Like, you ever try to calm down a mad person? It's just not something that you really want to do. Because they end up swinging up on you, and then you find yourself mad and be ready to fight. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but yeah. Whew, working with some people, it'd be very, very interesting. It's so interesting when you have to work with people outside of the church. Like, most people who encompass themselves with churchy people, uh, like, you know, Christians and stuff like that, it's interesting when you finally take the time to be like, okay, well, let me go get into a different atmosphere. Do my same assignment, do my same mission, but just in a different atmosphere, just in a different culture, just in a different environment. You know how many people, oh my God, listen, listen, when I tell y'all, God's doing a great work, God's doing a great work, let me go ahead and get into um my check-in, because that's what we need to be doing, we're supposed to be checking in, I'm over here talking about my weekend already, as though we're not finna do the weekend recap, that's y'all, it's a me type of Monday, so I'm just really chilling, chilling at the house, vibing, I'm tired, man, I'm, oh, I'm super tired, I'm super tired. That's how I'm starting my morning off, tired. My body is tired, my spirit tired. That's about it, I'm just tired, because I worked this weekend, and I had to work in the world. Like, literally, I had to go outside my house. You know, Monday through Friday, I have the opportunity to stay in the house, work from home, do ministry work, do my company work, um, do recaps and stuff for some of the companies and stuff that I work for um, as a consultant, as a model and whatnot. And it'd be fun. But going out on them weekends, boy. Like, when I'm in the house throughout the week, it save all my energy and stuff. It's real good for, you know, I guess me doing ministry work, me doing my own business work. It's real good for that. Because I can just stay home in my own office and work on that. But when you leave your house and go into the world, you just don't know what's going to happen. And this weekend, I had to go work in the world and didn't know what was going to happen. And now I'm tired. Because it was a long weekend of helping people, pouring into people, restoring people. Like, rest restoration is hard. Restoring people? Oh, my God. Whew. Jesus Christ on the cross between two things. Yeah, restoration ain't something easy. So, yeah, I was in the world helping people restore some things, break up some things, start some things, finish some things promote some things, advertise some things. Yeah, I was I was grinding this weekend because it's the last, it was the last, uh, it was the last weekend of the month, basically. And you know, as we move into the next month, I told y'all, my first two months is all about preparation and getting myself together because the last 10 months, oh yeah, we're moving full force, acceleration. Uh, all hands on deck, full throttle. Yeah, we're going. So yeah, I had to really, really work hard this past weekend, but it got me real tired today because this morning, ooh, all I want to do is just lay on this black couch. Normally, I'll sit in my office chair or my, at my desk while we're doing a show. But today, oh, I'm laying on the couch the whole show. The whole show, I'm laying on the couch. At least I'm in my office and not in the bed or in my room in the bed. <laughs> I'm in the office, but I'm still laying down because my body is tired. 
God have mercy. I need to rest, but I can't. I got I got too much. Uh, uh-uh. Pastor Charles, I don't know how to rest at this point. I do know how to rest when I'm sleeping, but when I tell you I need to get some rest, and I gotta ask God for the wisdom on how how I can rest properly for me, because my God, I'm not trying to burn out or get aggravated, irritated, and frustrated about my assignment. So yeah, I'm learning how to rest. But this weekend was not a rest weekend. I started my morning off very very tired. For breakfast this morning, it's a bottle of water. Yep. Right now, it's a bottle of water. That's just how I am. Like, I don't even feel like going to make no tea. I don't feel like making nothing. I don't feel like doing nothing at all. So I'm going to drink me a bottle of water for breakfast as of right now. You know, around about 11 o'clock, that's probably going to change. But for right now, it's just a bottle of water. A cold, like, ooh, yeah, ever woke up in the middle of the night and had a fresh cold bottle of water? My God, Savior, Jesus Christ on the cross. I'm talking about it be them cold bottles of water that really bless your life. I'm serious. It, they they be cold, cold. So yeah, that's my breakfast this morning. A cold bottle of water. Hallelujah, Jesus Christ. Um, as far as the temperature, yeah, no, I don't know. Don't even be caring. Don't even be preparing because I ain't I ain't planning on going outside no time soon. Like even the sunlight, it's hurting my eyes right now. So I don't need, I need, I ain't, ain't no looking. I'm gonna ask Google though. Hey Google, what's the weather today? Today in East Point, it'll be partly cloudy with a forecasted high of 58 and a low of 36. Right now, it's 39 degrees and partly cloudy. By the way, if you'd like to hear a brief summary of your day, including today's weather, your commute, calendar events, and more, you can say, good morning. I don't need all of that. Good night. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Google like, okay, well, my fault. My fault. I was just trying to help out, bro. I thank you, Google. I apologize. I'm sorry, Google. Thank you so much for the weather. So, yeah, that's the weather. Yeah, I know I ain't going outside no time soon. I ain't going outside no time soon. So I don't even care about the weather. But no, it did snow this past weekend, which was kinda which was kind of lit. It was kind of dope. We got some snow flurries. But yeah, that's my um morning. Starting off my morning real tired, a little lazy, you know, because it's a Monday. It's a me type of Monday. So, you know. Uh, I told y'all my breakfast is a bottle of water. Yeah, I heard what Google said about the weather. So that's all I have for right now. Listen, pull to refresh, pull to refresh. See where you are on the stage. And I want you to, hold on, I'm bringing um, Kristen. Hey, Prophet Kristen, how you doing? Good morning, sir. And Chris up, bring Chris up. Hey, listen, if you're on the stage, pull to refresh to see where you are on the stage. And we're going to go in that order to start out with check-in. Y'all know how we check in with the three questions of the day or the morning. How you start your morning, what's for breakfast, and what's the weather. Julie, I'm going to start with you. Well, it's our 337 degrees in Orlando. Um, this morning, I haven't had my breakfast. What I'm reading is now. It's the former Miss USA. Um, yeah, she committed suicide. So that's what I'm read. That's what I'm doing right now. Thank you so much, Julie. And listen, I was going to mention that in my news and hot topics earlier or later on, because that's one of the things that made me cry this weekend. Like, it, it hurts me to see how people understand. Man. Oh, goodness, my dad. Listen to my soul's anchor. Look, Julie, don't take me there. Because when I tell you, so many people are, like, people don't know. These people be wrestling and battling in their mind. And they be needing love. Like, the people that, oh, my God. It's like every weekend nowadays, too, we're hearing about a different suicide. Because last weekend, it was Regina King's son, and she came out with some information about that, and da-da-da-da-da. Now, this week is Miss America. Like, ugh, Jesus Christ. 
Y'all, we got to start helping people. We got to get back to being Christ-like. Stop saying we the church. Stop saying we this, that, and the other. Stop saying we love God, but can't love on people. Can't have discernment about people. We swear we so powerful, so anointed, but you can't discern the, the like, you, what? You can't see past enough. I was a prophet in this lady's life. That's what I want to know. To see that spirit before it came. To see that spirit when it came. One thing I was taught as a prophet is how to locate things in the spirit. How to discern things in the spirit. Those prophets in the Bible that used to tell Israel and all these other people and whatnot, the king, he would tell them. And I know one scripture is specifically when the prophet went to, I think they were fighting Ramah, Ramah, something like that. And the prophet told the man of God, he said, tell the king, don't go down to this valley. Don't go down to that place. Why don't go down to that place? Because your enemies are waiting for you there. God have mercy. He gave the man a whole prophecy about his enemies. So he wouldn't fall into the trap of the enemy. Here we as a prophet. Oh, no. God's going to bless you with a new car. No, baby. There's an enemy there at that dealership. There's the enemy there in that plane. We don't see past the God dog no stop sign, but some of we prophetic. How you? Yeah, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop, Julie. But that did kind of that hurt me this weekend when I heard that news. I'm like, hold on, what are we doing? That's why we're gonna have this conversation about perfection in the body of Christ because you know, yeah, I, be, I ain't gonna, I ain't even gonna get there yet. I ain't even gonna get there yet. I ain't even gonna get there yet. I'm gonna slow down. Thank you so much, Judith, for bringing that up because when I tell you. I was grieved about it, reading on it, hearing more of it, and still trying to understand what we're doing as a world. But thank you so much for coming in and checking in. Checking in. I told y'all, I'm in my feelings this morning. I'm emotional this morning. <laughs> so y'all got to be careful because certain things break in my heart. And I just don't want to, like, come on, people. God, <laughs> look, let me throw it over to Pastor Charles. Pastor Charles, I'm throwing it to you before I start crying. <laughs> do, 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 do. Don't cry. <laughs> Don't cry, dry your eyes, for the Lord is not dead. <laughs> He's yet alive. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, this is uh, it's a good day. Good day in the neighborhood and a beautiful day for neighbors. And I'm so glad that you all are mine. Yep, I'm quoting uh, some crazy stuff this morning. It's a good day. It's 50 degrees here in Central Texas. Um, very good day. Thanking the Lord that I'm awake, I'm alive. And because I'm alive, that means there's a job for me to do. And I'm going to be do my best to be about that job. Um, um, no breakfast as of yet. It's 7.52. I haven't even thought about what I'm going to eat today. I know I got to uh, just get up and get some things going here today. I'll probably get out and hopefully be in my office today by 10. I hope to do that today. And... Um, um, it's a great week. Great week. Had a great day yesterday. Uh, we had service and uh, of course we're, we're doing in-person service. So we're still, we've not really stopped in that respect, no matter how it's gone up and down the, since the last few times. Um, um, thank, and thank God that, um, we haven't really had any, we haven't had any, uh, breakouts from the church, but there have been people who have had their own lives and they've, you know, stayed away. Uh, during this season, since they maybe contracted some similitude of it, so we pray for them. But other than that, it's been great. Um, doing well. Had some. My I had a worship leader that was with us for a couple of years, a few years. Um, he had gotten married and moved away about three hours or so away. He for our anniversary, he came 
and to be with us, and it was just great. We had a great service. I'm still amazed at God's grace and his favor on us as we are still here, still moving and doing what God has called us to do. Anyway, uh, good and a great day, and I pray for everything. I'm sorry, I missed, I missed what it is that you said that grieved you. I'm sorry. Uh, can you repeat that just for a second? Um, we were well initially it was the lack of love in the body of Christ. Um, but then we ended up talking about uh the lady was it Miss USA or Miss America? I think her name was Miss USA. I, I think her title was oh, Miss yeah. USA. Um who recently committed suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh man, can you imagine? I mean, I just you know, first of all, um I've I, that's something that I've dealt with um when I was younger. Right. So glad that uh God help me to god gave the grace not to be not to succumb to it but uh i was talking about a little bit about that yesterday i said we really need to put that in the atmosphere too to rebuke the spirit of 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 suicide um and and give people hope and and while we're fighting each other in the church you know we can really be um reaching out and showing people that hey you know what I've been through suicide or been, have had that, those thoughts and those things, and you don't have to succumb to them, you know, that there is hope. We've got to, we've got to speak, speak that out and put it out there that there is hope. There is hope. Amen. So I'm going to get off my soapbox for now. God bless. I'm sorry not to cry, but you're right, Pastor Charles, because I think I've dealt with suicide too. And that's how I know how to deal with that spirit with other people. But it's so, it's interesting when I see people who don't have people to intervene, to interact, to stop that, to at least say, hey, I've been there. I understand what you're going through. I understand. And let me help in some type of way. Most of the time, we're so busy beating people up and pushing them toward suicide that we can't stop and pull them away. That hurts me. Like so many times, we push people to to these limits. We push people to these things where we can stop and be the help. We can stop and be the one that draws them out of that. Oh, Jesus Christ, my heart. It's okay. It's okay. I'm gonna be a big boy. I'm gonna stay strong because I just, I just can't. I just, I'm tired of losing people. I'm tired of seeing people go before time. I'm just tired. This is a dark world we live in. And me, I'm gonna be a little. I'm gonna be a little candle. I'm gonna be a little light. But Lord, have mercy. Imagine if we became a whole bonfire. I'm talking about. Imagine if just, if we just become a whole bonfire. Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Just imagine the Lord. <laughs> oh God, Pastor Charles, thank you so much, man, for coming in and contributing to the room, being a part of this conversation as always. Because, listen, we're gonna take you there. That if we ever, if we get to that part of the conversation, where we start talking about perfection and stuff like that, oh, it's gonna tear us up. It's gonna tear us up because I think a lot of times people are so pressured with being perfect. Especially when they come to Christ too. Oh, they're so pressured with being perfect. They're so pressured with the care with the cares of life and the cares of other people that sometimes it just weighs everybody down. And I want to get to a place where we can start relieving that pressure. I ain't never seen a surgeon do surgery by himself. Okay. Let me go to somebody else real quick. Prophet Kristen, good morning, sir. How you doing this morning, sir? Go ahead and check in with us. Tell us how you starting the day. What's for breakfast and what's the weather? Do 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 It's on you. Great morning. How y'all doing? Y'all all right? Yeah, all right. 
All right, good. It's 30 degrees. Brisk, beautiful outside. Sun shining. It's a good morning. Um, yeah, probably going to have breakfast in about another hour or so. And um, just glad to be alive. That's all I got. I will say this, though. Um, a lot of times we don't have access to those that need help so we can't offer help. That's good, Kristen. That's um, good. So it's not that Christians or it's not that the church is not in posture or position to help. They just don't have the access to the ones that really need it. Mm, and so good. it's it's looked at as if the church is not doing what they're supposed to. But I, I would push back and say, do they have the access? Or is the person even open to the access? Because oftentimes when people are in the midst of, i.e. suicide, i.e. depression, they don't want anybody to have access to them. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Because Go if on. they wanted somebody to have access to them, they wouldn't be in the position that they're in. So access plays a, a, a major part in that um, in that piece. And so I'll just leave it like that into the conversation for this. All right, let's get it. Thank you it's a so new much. Day. Yeah, big bro, thank you so much. Hey, I'm sorry I, I didn't text you back late yesterday, but I was out working and whatnot and forgot, man. But thank you so much for coming in the room and giving that yeah, perspective. Yeah, uh-huh. we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I'm sorry, I swear, I promise. I was at work. I was like, hold on, let me see what Kristen said about God and what God's doing. Because I was in the middle of ministry to some people too. And I was like, hold on, let me see if I'm hearing God right. So I let text you but then in the midst of i was working and forgot man of god i do apologize <laughs> i do apologize but thank you so much for being available man, and bringing that perspective because that's why i tell people a lot of times the the caveat or the um i guess it's the caveat but the biggest blessing or the biggest attribute that's i guess the word i want to use the biggest attribute to my ministry especially in the early stages was being available even now just being available allowing certain people to have access to me people don't know i got some of everybody number some of every, i'm talking about stars celebrities lay members nobody's anybody's names no names i'm talking about everybody got access to me you know what i'm saying but that's because my ministry was one of those ministry that all we can do is be available to talk, to listen, to hear. So many people are not accessible, like Christian just said. And it makes, man, Christian, that gives a whole dynamic, a whole different dynamic or perspective to how we do ministry. Like, there's, oh my God, that just made me think about some things. Like, it's about the access from that person as well as someone who's able to help them. Some man, that made me think about, oh wow, Kristen. Thank you, big bro. Thank you, big bro. Let me get through the check-in. Let me get through the check-in. That was very powerful. That was very powerful. Oh, that was very powerful. Man, they even think about me and going to my website and, and why I have a live chat. Because you gotta think about it. some people just want somebody that they can reach and oh God, that's good, Kristen. That took me, that took the conversation to a whole nother level already. Listen. I'm going to throw it over to Keith real quick, though. Keith, good morning, sir. Let's go ahead and check in. Tell us how you starting the day. What's for breakfast and what's the weather? do 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 It's on you. Good morning, everybody. So as of right now, there is nothing for breakfast. 
Um, I don't even know what I'm going to have. Probably nothing at all. Um, the weather is about 30 degrees here in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, it's relatively clear for the most part. Um, I don't believe we're going to have any type of weather type of events today. And I'm just here sitting at my desk, getting some work done, um, recovering for the weekend. I really still wish I was in bed. God knows I wish I was in bed. But um, nevertheless, um, I'm here ready for the conversation or the parts that I can hear. But um, yeah, anticipating the conversation today. That's about it for me. Thank you so much, big bro. And I'm like you, Keith. I'm telling you, I wish I could go get back in that bed. Oh, I'm so tired. I don't know why. But I just feel a tired spirit, a spirit of heaviness. And I just want to lay in the bed. But thank God for a couch in my office. Oh, I thank God for my little black couch because I'm just laying here and I ain't going to get up. I'm not, no, I'm not sitting at that desk right now. I don't think I'm going to sit at that desk at all today if I do it today. I know I probably got to. No, no cap, no cap. I definitely got to sit at my desk a little bit. But for right now, man, Keith. This couch is my best friend. I'm talking about what? This couch is my best friend. So, yeah, I understand that, brother. Thank you so much for coming in the room, for contributing, as always, to the conversation. Listen, we keeping it real light today. We keeping it real light. We ain't going to do a deep conversation today, even though we can't take it there because this weekend was an interesting weekend. But we ain't going to gonna keep it. We're going to try our best. Well, I'm going to try my best. Y'all, y'all, let God use y'all. <laughs> let God use you. But, listen, I'm going to try to keep it real light because I know, like, Oh, my spirit already heavy. I'm already in my feelings. Me saying this young lady commit suicide is gonna start something in me because oh, I just wish I, I wish Christian, I wish I would have been a person that had access to her to be able to call her or see what was going on, all this other stuff, and be like, hey, 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 I see something. Let me let me call you. And one thing we gotta do as as Christians too, and I'm learning this myself. This is what God's teaching me too. When things drop in your spirit. When people drop in your spirit, call them, check on them. It's okay. It ain't gonna hurt you. You don't got that much time in the world where you or you correction. You ain't so busy and you don't got that much not not having time that you can't send somebody a text message, a phone call, or something. I'm learning that. I'm like prophet. God put this woman on your spirit for a reason. God, prophet, God put this young man in your spirit for a reason. Don't just have the thought about them and not reach out. Sometimes God is putting it in your spirit so you can reach out, so you can intervene, so you can stop some things. Come on now, be available. Have access. God didn't give you access for nothing. You got to use that access. You got to use that gift. Hallelujah. <laughs> listen, Pastor Lewis just then popped in the room. Pastor Lewis, one thing I... Listen, I'll tell y'all later on. One thing I do love is I love this man preaching style. But I tell y'all, Pastor Lewis is so funny in his preaching style. It is amazing. I can't wait to preach good like that one day, Pastor Lewis. <laughs> but listen, we're doing our check-ins right now. We're just checking in with the weather, breakfast. Uh, you know, just, you know, how you start your day. The normal three questions. And then we're going to go to a song break. So I'm going to throw it over to you real quick, Pastor Lewis. And then we're going to go to our song. do 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 Well, um... That means a lot coming from you. I appreciate it. I know you've been with, you know, the preacher's preacher. I know you've been around some great orators of the word of God. And um, to hear you say that makes my heart glad. So I appreciate you. Good morning, everybody. Greetings and salutations to the room. I don't, I have no clue um, to what degrees it is. I'm going to just tell you it's cold. 
Okay. <laughs> that part. <laughs> it's cold. Um, I'm chewing on this piece of gum because I haven't had anything to eat. And um, I don't want fasting breath. So, because um, I haven't had anything to eat. <laughs> so, uh, I'm chewing on this good gum like it's a five course breakfast. Like <laughs> Mighty God. <laughs> But um, I'm going to go get something to eat in a few minutes. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you know, as always, well, um, most oftentimes when I come in after 9 o'clock, it's because uh, my daughter is in college. And before she goes to class, we pray in the mornings. And so we usually uh, pray um, at 8.55, somewhere around 9 o'clock, because um, then she has class um at 10 so that's how we you know that's how she wakes up so she'd be low-key using me as an alarm clock but it's all right um i'll take it um because this this alarm clock has been uh she just got her her grades in and um her lowest grade is a b plus amen and so uh, so we're we're super excited um so listen maybe if it takes me to call at eight fifty-five, for you to get up and make sure you are, you're in class on time, you got your your, your day started. Yep. Hey, I'm I'm all for it. So, um, so yeah, so that's how my morning has started. Um, excited to be with you all. Hey, to Pastor Charles. Hey, Julie. Hey, Christian. Hey, Keith. What's going on, y'all? Prophet. Good morning. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. <laughs> I love you. He's so funny. He said, I'm over here chewing on this good gum here. Listen, we hear it. It's so good. Listen, you got to get the the extra, uh, the spearmint. He done, man. The spearmint extra? Oh, my Hold God. Yes. About high, yeah. oh, I'm talking about that spearmint. Oh, and then the extra one. You can't, that five gum spearmint be good, but that extra. It's something about that extra. It's It's got to be the extra. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, it's got to be the extra. <laughs> Don't find a message in that. <laughs> oh, it's the overflow and the extra. As, I'm talking about what? <laughs> as I'm looking at the box, it's the long-lasting flavor. Y'all don't want to talk. It's the long-lasting for me. <laughs> My God, he said it's the long-lasting for me. <laughs> that you better preach on the God. See, that's why I can't stand that, man. <laughs> <laughs> he said he been to preach on the. He's in everything. <laughs> Yo, don't take me out this morning. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm over here for the choke up at Pastor Lewis. <laughs> please, please don't choke. I'm just, I'm just trying to tell you, he's, he's in everything. You can listen. I'm just trying to tell you, you can prophesy the extra, huh? Uh, and the long lasting. And the. Ah. Yes, Lord. <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> I'm going to try that one day. I'm going to prophesy through some gum. I'm going to preach on gum one day. Listen, I'm going to preach on gum. And we're going to grab a piece. We're going to grab a part of the gum. <laughs> Listen, Lord, now, that, we. now, if that ain't a preaching challenge to me, that's not, that sounds real good right there. That's definitely a preaching challenge. I'm going to preach on the stick of the gum. I'm going to preach on the stick. That's it. I just need the stick of the gum. I'm going to preach on the gum and the stick of the gum. Yes, yes. It's something about long-lasting when it sticks. It's something about the gum when, when, you, when you put it under something. It's, it's something about the stick. It's something about the stick. Hallelujah. That's my that's my part of it. 
Listen, when I tell y'all I love this man and his preacher style and how he communicates with people, it is very, very, very much needed in the earth. He reminds me of my pastor a lot, especially like, you know, how he says certain things. My pastor is one of those people that use the, um, I think, the, I think it's the alliterations when they preach. Yeah. No, it's the... Yeah, it's alliteration, but he used another one too. You know, okay, so Pastor Lewis, what is it like? Even when he talks about Paul, he says the talented tent maker from Tarsus tentilates us with uh, tough theology by telling us that, and he does that with a couple different things. Oh yes, what is that called? Is that the alliteration preaching too? Yes, that's alliteration. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because he loved doing them. I'm like, hold on, what in the the dichotomy is this? <laughs> what in the what? <laughs> Listen, when I tell you, my pastor's always giving me those big words, those theology. I can tell that he went to seminary. I'm talking about, bro, be putting me on. And that's why I be reminded of him every time I think of Pastor Lewis. Because they, they get, I'm talking about them alliterations be getting me. They be getting me. <laughs> they be getting me. But no, y'all, let's go ahead and jump into a song. Let's go into, y'all know I love watching the news, right? And I be sitting in my office watching the news while I'm talking to y'all. And there is a dog in, Spir in Smyrna, Smyrna disabled dog featured in the Puppy Bowl. That's interesting. Super Bowl's coming up. And y'all know they always do the Puppy Bowl when they do the Super Bowl. But then they got this puppy who's, I wouldn't say a wheelchair, but, you know, he got he got the extended wheels because he's a puppy with no legs in the back. And he's going to be competing in the Puppy Bowl. That's just something I just had to give out right there because I thought that was interesting. I don't know who else got dogs in here, but I used to have one. And I probably would not allow my dog to do that. Anyway, that may be just, just me. But no, let me cut to a quick song because I need a little bop. And then we coming right back. And this song is definitely a bop. Come on, all of my helps. All of my. Come on, Ricky, what you doing? All of my help. Oh, there we go. <laughs>
Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm literally over here crying. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I'm crying. But I'm over here crying. Lord have mercy. All of my help. He said, oh, oh, oh. That's, that's that note. I think I hit it, y'all. <laughs> I hit that note. Oh, 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 oh. I don't know. I, I lost it. I had it at first, but then I lost it. It was that cold water. But man. I was in tears because I'm thinking, Lord, all of, God is literally all of my help. I don't know about y'all, but he all of my help. I've been in places where I felt low, had nowhere to go, had nobody around. <laughs> what Christian said, I cut off access to everybody that that, that I probably could that probably could help me, that wanted to help me. But guess what? God said, listen, even when everybody is not around, even when nobody is around, or whatever case may be, guess what? I still snatch you out of darkness. I'm so glad my God snatched me out of darkness. I'm so glad, man. I don't know. Oh, Jesus Christ on the cross. Because mm. it could have been me. <laughs> it could have been me <laughs> out there. You know, you know, there was a concert last night, right? They hit. Ah, really? They hit a, yeah, they did a video. It was like a ticketed thing. It was virtual. But they wow. did uh, Ricky Dillon's entire, most of the album. Um, they showed the videos of stuff that you couldn't see before. Wow. And he did some did like an interview a little bit about the different songs and the leaders and stuff. And uh it was pretty good. They showed the first half and then they showed the, the, the second half from of course that last song that they do um about uh what is that song? Uh it's like a, it's a real, real fast song. what is that song? Um, uh, he won't fail. He won't fail. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that song, what a young lady uh, from here in, in Dallas actually wrote that song. Oh wow! And uh, they, I guess they there was so often the people look for look for songs and stuff like that, and Ricky Dillard does especially. And um, she she submitted her song and it got chosen. So that was pretty cool for her. That is what's up. Yes, that is cool. Yeah, and they so it's it's really you know it's but listen the the thing is is that the people that play for them and stuff like that like quad, uh, quad they call him quad uh -huh. uh, the guy that plays uh, plays piano plays the keys man he they all of those folks are just nice they're very very kind they're never if you meet them they're just as kind as they can be just you know and that's what I think that's one of the drawing parts for me yeah. is that you know be an artist be all that and everything but don't be snooty. 
because um, right, right. you know we're the people that's buying your stuff. So be real kind, and that's exactly what they are. But he's Ricky Dill has always been been cool. He's always been a great guy. Yeah, I love me some Ricky Dillard. When I tell you that song right there is a bop for me, and I need to go find that, Pastor Charles. I need to go see that concert because when I do it, I put the concert on my office TV and I just let it roll the whole time. I'm sitting here at work chilling. <laughs> the whole time be sitting chilling, listening to the whole concert. I'm telling you. Right. But the, but those but those sopranos be barking though. Those sopranos be but I'm just saying. I I got to have just give me two of them. That could, I mean, that go as high as they do. I mean, oh my gosh, it's not fair. Pastor John, I was over here trying to get there. She said, ah, ah. I said, uh, yeah, uh, never mind. Uh, don't worry about it. Don't try it. Don't worry about it. Here's it. Here's <laughs> <laughs> Look, I couldn't get there. I tried. I said, you know what? I'm going to just rock out in the tennis section. I'm going to just rock out in the tennis section. <laughs> topics and all the other good stuff but then y'all know on mondays i love checking in on y'all seeing how y'all weekend was seeing what the weekend was like seeing what was going on throughout the weekend y'all know a lot of people i don't say a lot of people go through things but you know on weekends when you know when you don't go to your regular job and see your regular co-workers or when you have time to yourself spaces to yourself when you know on weekends people go through stuff sometimes so you know, I just want to be here and caring, hearing, being concerned. I want to do my little part because I just believe by faith. I don't know why, but I believe by faith that God is calling us to change some things in this earth. God's calling us to shift some things in this earth, whether it be the airwaves, whether it be, you know, our local community, our local churches, all that. God is, I, be, I just believe by faith that God is calling us to actually create an impact. I refuse to be in rooms talking about people, talking, uh, speaking up for people and all this other stuff without having to do my part in Christ and Christendom to further us, to get us to a place of unity, to get us to a place of gratitude and, and a better place in life period. So right now, y'all, I just want to talk about the weekend right before we get into um, our topic for today, because truth be told, it's a me type of Monday. So I'm really just cooling, just being me, just being real light. I'm tired. I don't feel like doing nothing, but I still got to do something. So I'm just going to chill. I'm just going to chill. And, but the topic that I want to discuss, even as we move into February, because y'all know we planning for February right now. I'm thinking about doing like the 14 days of love, 12 days of love, however you're going to phrase it or put it. I'm thinking about doing that because one, we got to talk about instituting love. We got to talk about how Christians post to love. What happened to, like, people don't know that, that there's a story in the Bible talking about the Good Samaritan, right? And they talk about how certain people passed this man alongside the road. The bishop, the bishop, the praise team leader, the usher, the, the everybody in the community passed this man. And then one person who don't even supposed to be cool with the man, who you wouldn't even think would actually be nice to the man, was being nice to the man. And I think, y'all, we got to get to that place where we're showing love bringing people back to Christ. That's what's drawing them, love and all this other stuff. Because when I get to the real topic of, of that's at hand for today, because it goes into the Weekend Rewind. Because I was in a room, I think Friday, I don't think I got on here all day at all Saturday. But I think Friday evening I got in the room 
and we was talking about the younger generation of Christians and uh, the younger generation, period. And even just, you know, I guess our spirituality, because I told y'all even on Friday how I want to come back and have a conversation with how we're tainting spirituality, how we're altering spirituality with people. Like they want to love God. They want to know the supernatural. They want to be connected to the earth and the father of the universe and all the other stuff. But guess how they're doing it? Tarot cards, horoscopes, dazzling rods, juju beads, crystals and seances. And, 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 you know, that ain't my thing. But um, it shouldn't be everybody else's thing either. Like, granted, I, if you if that's you, that's cool. That's you. But we can't. We we, we just got to be more mindful of how we say things and how we do things within the body of Christ because it's starting to look real bad. Not, I mean, you know, people gonna do them. People gonna be people. But we gotta we gotta be more. Come on now, y'all. We gotta be more saved than we really are. I remember back in the day, you know, when you was going through something, they used to be like, oh, she ain't saved for real, for real. Now we went from the, oh, you ain't saved to now you ain't delivered, and now you need deliverance, you need to be saved again, and da 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 this, that, and the other. When back in the day, I remember like, my family told me, baby, you gonna slip and fall. That don't mean you're not saved. We be convincing folks they ain't saved nowadays. We be convincing folks that they got demons and they need to be delivered. And I understand some folks do got demons. Some folks do need to be delivered. But we got to watch how we say that stuff out loud. We got to watch how we handle people when we do stuff like that. Because we out here struggling with the world. And that's why I'm going to get to this topic eventually. But we got to get through the weekend recap. But we are here talking to a world of people who looking at us on a simple thing of like perfection. And here we is. Of course, the Bible tells us to be perfect because God is perfect. Or be holy because God is holy and perfect and all that other stuff. And here we is dealing with the pressure. Of being perfect, dealing with the pressure of being Christian, dealing with the pressure of being like God. And yet we portray ourselves to the outside world and they get confused because they don't understand the pressure of perfection. And not saying there's pressure behind perfection, because truth be told, in my opinion, mm, yeah, it's definitely a lot of pressure behind perfection. However, that goes back to the scripture of the day. We have to learn how to act wisdom, not only for our personal situation, but for others as well. Like, come on now, we, I understand, I'm going to get into it later. I'm going to get into it later. I'm going to get into it later. Because perfection is something that we have to continue to work on. (laughs) Kristen, go ahead and do it. Come on, break it. Break it. So, you know, your highlights are, are, they they are very good points. And and I I hear, I hear you. Mm -hmm. I want you to know that I hear you. And. What, what I want to talk about in the in that same um, you know vicinity of conversation uh-huh. I want us to also think about this right it's available right so they have access to technology that affords them the access to finding out more about things that they can control mm. okay? God is not a God that you can control. Right, exactly. Okay? But if I get some sage and burn it, I can control my atmosphere. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. But I just want to help you in thinking about what it is that we have access to, right? Because we have access to a yoga class, right? Right. Because yoga is going to help us to lose weight and center with ourselves, right? right? So we have access to these things Watch this now. We also have access 
to church and we have access to Bible study and we have access to prayer, but Bible study and prayer are the most limited amount of services right. ever. Right. Because it is to study something you have no control over. However, if I, you know, tell you to come on over here and join this other world and I'm going to make you famous, but you got to sacrifice something, it's easy for you to come over here. You get what I'm saying without saying what I need to say. Keep going, preach, preach. So, so it's it's not that, you know, the children or the 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 millennial generation or the the youth church have an act. It's really realistically, what can they control? We can't mm-hmm. control God. Right. That's good. That's good. And but because we we think we have control over our lives. We think that we can control our spirituality. And that's not what it's about. You got to learn his ways. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. And so the problem is, why should I have to acknowledge a God that, honestly, I don't really know that exists. I know my mama and made me go to church, but I don't really know that it exists because I haven't had a, an, an encounter right. with him that's personally. Good. That's good. So the realness of it is, is the saints of God just need encounters. Now I'm gonna tell you this: deliverance does need to take place. People Definitely. need to stop being, uh, you know, facetious and and stop acting like you ain't got no demon when you know you do. <laughs> Come on now, you know it's a spirit. You know you have a, a whole demon. The whole exactly demon. What it is, and you carry him and you operate in him when you Legions. need to. Okay, so mm. but the truth of the matter is. We cannot neglect the fact that demons exist. Facts. And that they exist in people. Facts. So deliverance does need to take place, but we have to acknowledge that we need deliverance. We would rather go and get a pill than get delivered. Not a pill. Uh-uh. And so, because the pill will lead to a check. See the realness of this is it's the love of money. When you when you oh. really peel the onion. Oh God. Come on, Chris. When you really peel the onion, it's about the love of money. Come on. Because Chris. the love of money is the root of all evil. And so I'm not gonna let you call this schizophrenia a demon. I'm gonna go get a pill and a check. Come on now. <laughs> they make the demon comfortable. Come on. <laughs> oh, that's good, Keith. Oh. You 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 give the demon power to rule your life because now that demon is running your entire life and your economic system. Wow. Because now without the demon, you got to go to work and you lazy and you don't want to work. So because now you want to pimp the system. Oh God, this is too much. I, I've got, That's crazy. Pastor Lewis, That's crazy. Pastor Lewis, you better get in here because I can't take this. I'm That's about crazy. to scream. <laughs> but Christian. When you pull the onion back and you keep pulling the layers and you keep pulling the layers, the root of it is the love of money. And I release my money. Oh, no. Come back. See, you are you pushing it already into next week, next month, this month, because that's what that's what love we're going to talk about, too, because that. Oh, God, I think that same thing. But then at the same time, Christian, one thing is, OK, so, oh, Lord, you said I'm now full man of God. 
laundry set amount for it. And it was so good. But this is what I'm saying. So now when we present all these things to these people, um, like the sages, the yogas, and all this other stuff, we have one group of people telling you, hey, you should go get that because you need it for your mental health, because you need it to get some restoration. But then we have some group of people saying, oh, no, you don't need that. You just need deliverance. How do we then gauge you know, what person needs what? Because truth be told, a lot of these people out here who they think need, to, or they probably do need deliverance because at this point, they need deliverance and a therapist. But how do you now, get to a point? there's nothing wrong with that. But this is what I say here in that moment. There's right? something wrong with that? No, 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 no. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you having a therapist and right. you're going to sit with a professional and you seeking counsel right. and all of that good jazz. And I don't see anything wrong with that. Me neither. <laughs> what I do see what's wrong when you know better. Mm, see, come when on you now. study what you do, you shouldn't just be doing stuff just to do it. Right. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Right. So what is the history behind yoga? How did mm. it start? Where did it come from? Why are they doing this? What is what what is the what is the the, the undercurrent behind it? And when you get the knowledge of it and you understand it comes from a dark place, you should have no hand in it. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me because uh -huh. the truth of the matter is when you cross thresholds and there's some darkness in those areas and you come in as a light and pure, you leave with something attached to you. And if you are not knowledgeable, you won't be able to tear it off right. and, and get it off of you. So, hello, this is why you have to have some people that can see. Right. Grandma was never wrong when grandma said, baby, you need to stay down there until you get them, until you get mm -hmm. delivered. You need to stay down there until you get free. She was never wrong. You just didn't like the fact that you had to stay down there. Stay down there. You're right. That was good. That was good. You don't want to take the legion off. You don't want to take the leech off until it's too bad. They don't want to do the work. No. How about take it off now? You know you ain't had no business in that club. Come on. Come on. So now you end up in somebody else's bed, man. Bed. Come on bed. now. Preach that thing, sir. That don't belong to With you. With STD, sexual transmitted demons. Come on. Hello? And they're transferring one from another. So now your spirit is off. You acting real funny and janky. And you looking at everybody else like they the problem and you the one. <laughs> That's shaky. <laughs> okay. So, because you just slept with the demon. So here's here's another facet to that, okay? You said the love of money. Yeah, you know, basically when you take it down to its its lowest common denominator, it's the love of money. So here I am in a army town where everybody um, there's not everybody, but there's a lot a lion's share of folks who are retiring and they're trying to retire with the highest amount of, of uh, retirement because they can get the big, bigger money by claiming that they have had, they have PTSD, right. they have these different ailments and things like that. Now they come to church, they won't move much because they don't want to lose their money. If you're on disability, you know, uh, you know, you don't do a whole lot of movement because you don't know if somebody's watching and you could get your disability taken away. How about this? If there was no disability to be had, what do you do right. then? Is that when you come and you receive healing? So, you know, 
I mean, I remember one time I was in worship and now we were, I said, oh yeah, some of y'all, y'all, I said, why y'all, why y'all, I was, it was funny because it was a shout that happened or something like that. And I said, y'all need to be careful, you know, some of y'all are on disability and everybody just roared and laughed, you know, it was a laugh. I, I won't, I, I, you know, because I don't want you, to, I don't want you, to, I don't want you to get out of your character because, you know, I don't want you to lose your disability. My pro- my problem is, is that that is a real thing for some people is that they have retired, so they have worked real. hard. Yeah, they have worked hard to get that disability. They had to go in, go to the doctors and do all these things. And some of that stuff, they, they're not in necessarily pain. Some are, and I'm not negating that, but I would say the lion's share uh, on disability and receiving that disability. And um, they don't want to be healed, technically. How about that? And I'm going to rest on that because it's money. It's it is money truth. involved. I've, I've, I was at a deliverance service and the apostle that was operating was operating up under the usher of the Holy Ghost. I mean, I saw limbs uh, grow back. I saw the sight being restored, hearing being restored. This woman came in there uh, on a walker and she sat in her seat the whole time, wouldn't move, wouldn't budge. And so, you know, we talked to her after service and she said, well, I can't do it. I I want God to heal me. I want him to help crying. I want him to heal me. I said, but you just you just can't get rid of that check, can you? You just don't you just don't know what to do. That's the question. You, That's right. If if he heal you, that check is going is is not gonna keep coming, and you don't know how you're gonna survive. Wow! It's amazing how we trust God partially. Y'all like come on, right? Come on, right. Right, let me get off in here because I feel glory. <laughs> what you said, we... it, it, it's it, it's so amazing how we partially trust God. You know what I'm saying? And and this is where, you know, we say he, he's just my savior. He's not Lord, right? He's not Lord over every area of your life. That's a Come problem. On. Come on. That's problematic. Come on. Because we flesh and we human and, and some of us love God even in the midst of our sin. Uh-oh. Come Come on. Did I Talk say that? Talk Uh-oh. about it. Talk about it. Did I say that? When you yep. and, and and you one of the main ones speaking against sin. Mm-hmm. And there you go. You living in it. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Come on, sir. Talk about it. So, so we 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 trust God enough, just enough to, I don't know, live the life we choose to live, mm-hmm. and not the life that He calls. He us wants to us to live. Oh God, Kristen. You know what I'm saying? You chose that because that was in your flesh. You right. like the way it made you feel. You chose that. So, Kristen, I didn't choose that for you. Go ahead. I was going to say, how do we get people out of that or to understand that? Because, I mean, you're doing a good job. I mean, inspiring me. But I'm saying, me as a person, how do I still preach that to other people? Because you can't, you, you can encourage people to believe, but you can't force these people to be to believe or force you, these people to get free. Now, that's true. But what you can do is live a free life. True. And when you live a free life and you begin to speak, it hits. Let me tell you something. The word of God cuts on every side. On every side. And when you speak truth, there's not a lie that can bend what you say. Exactly. Conviction hits. Just because people are not responding don't mean that they don't feel conviction. Come on. That's good. That's good. That's good. That helped me. That's good. Just just because they're not responding outwardly, outwardly, right? We we can't, yeah, we can't see what's going on in the spirit. But don't you're absolutely right there. 
Mm-hmm. That don't mean you should stop talking. You right. gotta keep saying it. You gotta, you gotta keep, keep saying it. And and deliverance is a process. Right. It's a process. Just like grief is a process. You can't snatch somebody out of their grieving process too early. Come on. Because grief will take you out the same way with sin. Oh Lord. Come Ooh. on. I'm about to mess up and get in trouble. Man, preach. <laughs> it's a process. Deliverance is a process. You have to love people through. Now, it could be casted out. It could come out by the word. Or you can love it out of a person. Y'all are going to mm, say that to God. Right. Right. Yes, sir. So when you, I think that's... when you operate in deliverance and uh-huh. you understand deliverance, you understand the levels of deliverance. Mm. And you have to also understand when the person is ready. Ain't no right. sense in you going to Hikabo Shande and they're right. ready. Right. That's good. That's good. Your discernment tells you instantaneously. I don't yep. know about nobody else, but I know in, in delivery service that I've been in, you can see when somebody ready. Right. That's good. That's good. That's real good. And so me, Pastor Charles, <laughs> Pastor Let Keith, I told the people at my church, Pastor Lewis, y'all ain't gonna kill me. I ain't going to an early grave because you don't want to be free. Y'all ain't Come on now, right? Y'all ain't gonna talk to me, right? What's happening with all these pastors, bishops, and apostles? They're going to early graves because they casting out demons that weren't ready, and now they have to cast them off themselves. Wow, man, you better preach up in here. There's a there's a whole uh, YouTube clip out uh with one of these prominent bishops here in the state of north carolina that was wrote many books on demon slaying y'all ain't gonna say nothing to god delivered and slayed many a demon uh-huh. and had to be delivered from taking too many pills y'all ain't saying wow. nothing to god wow that is crazy not me no no i ain't going to no early grave because Y'all want to get delivered here because you in church, but then as soon as you get home, come you're on, you're going right back to the same thing you just got right. delivered from. Right, right, that part right there. Nope, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not. So here. until you're ready, don't come <laughs> to me. <laughs> Christian, what you say? Until you're ready, don't come to me. Don't come over here. <laughs> Listen, man, I love that. I think, like, honestly, but I'm, I'm gonna say this a, last piece and then I'm gonna shut up. I promise you. No, you but, good. You good. But if people would stay under a Bible teaching word church, come on now, a lot of the deliverance services may not have to take place because you're gonna find deliverance in the word of God. In the word I'm of like God, Pastor Charles. I'm, I'm, I'm going past the Charles. You just in the my word. Hotel. All right, thank you. I'm telling you, it's in the word. It's in the word. But I think, like you said, we don't have Bible pre- preaching uh, churches. We have a bunch of churches that preach their own theologies, their own ideologies, their own principles and practices. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. Because truth be told, I'm not the best in deliverance of, of trying to get people delivered and all that other stuff. Me, I just believe in showing them the love of God, Christian. And I think that's why I want to start there because we got to start with loving people first and then allowing those people, you know what I'm saying, that have that can do deliverance and all that other stuff to do it. I think oftentimes us and it's believers or people, period, we lack love sometimes. We lack the love for one another. So it's hard for other people to get that, get, I guess, that 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 they need 
because we can't even start there with loving. It's, I don't know. Anybody else want to jump in right there? Keith? Pastor Charles? Pastor Lewis? Kristen ain't preaching by herself this morning. Listen, I was giving some good amens this morning. (laughs) You said what, Pastor Charles? I'm giving some good amens this morning. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Listen, I tell y'all, I'm going to be the amen corner. That's what I told him. I don't got to come in here to preach. Because y'all come in here and tear it down. Listen, you, when you understand, you know, and I keep going back to this, because deliverance is a love language. Right. And so the Bible says, with love and kindness have I drawn have them. Have I drawn them, yep. And so love covers a multitude of faults. Okay, so when you understand those principalities of love, then you can love somebody in their mess and love them out of it. That's because it's right. love that's going to draw them out. That's good. That's but good. it's the word of God that's going to keep them disciplined in their deliverance. Right. Oh, God. Folks get delivered, Pastor Lewis, but then they lose discipline. Oh, God. Pastor Lakeith, because they're not disciplined in their deliverance, they go right back, and now here comes eight. Then they don't understand that with that deliverance, once that house is swept clean, that demon's going to come back looking for a place to reside. Yeah, that's, not fear. Right. that's good. So, 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 so here it is. Why do you think sin finds sin? Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> why, 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 why? Why does sin find sin? finds sin because it's pleasurable. It's enjoyment. Right. And they enjoy each other. Right? Because they're both looking for love. Oh God. In all the wrong places. Sin and sin on both sides looking for love, but they ain't finding the right kind of love. That's why they're not satisfied, so they keep enduring the sin. All right. I'm 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 shut up because I got no 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 come back because that's what I'm telling you you already get us into next into this week into this love week because we got to start talking about that so many people be looking for this love in the wrong places Chris how you man you was out of in the vein and you too early in the vein and I, and and I, I'm gonna say this it's it's the love of your father that you were looking for not the love of that man. Woo. Wow. It's the love of your mother you were looking for. You're not going to find it in that young lady. Right. Come on, sir. Come on, sir. It's it's in your mother. So what has to happen is we got to get back to the family dynamics Mm -hmm. and break down what was the dysfunction that caused the divide? What was it that caused you to hurt me that I was really trying to see if you loved me and right. I really just wanted your love, but you abandoned and rejected me. So now I'm looking for love in another man and I'm a boy. Don't make no sense. Mm-mm-mm. That is crazy. But that's the world we live in. And nobody wants to deal with the dynamics of the family. Nope. Nope. If we get back to the root of why these things are happening, I can guarantee you 98% of it is because daddy left me, daddy abandoned me, or daddy didn't love me, or mama didn't love me, mama abandoned me, or I've been hurt so many times by women, I've been hurt so many times by men, I just decided that I'll see what happens on the other side. 
Man, you was eating this morning, Kristen. You was eating this morning. Nah, don't 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 go to back. Five minutes long, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we need we. This is what we need. I'm telling you what we need. The church needs a Moses and God experience. Yeah. Because Moses, he spoke to face to face. That means he was mouth to mouth, nose to nose, eyeball to eyeball. That's the experience we need with God. We get that experience, lives will change instantaneously. I release my mind. That's crazy. Yeah, I think that. Man, Prophet, you done got my spirit all stirred. I was laying on my little couch, but then I ended up having to get up because I had to, Jesus, us at the church. Man, I'm nervous. I'm just, whew. I mean, start individually, one by one, right? Like, <laughs> one at a time, each of us. Like, and then we'll bring the church into that because I'm agreeing with you, Prophet. I ain't gonna lie. I agree completely with you. But then at the same time, when we put that that same principle and practice for us, of course it'll work for us, but then we still have to go back and doing damage control from all those other things of mommy, daddy issues and hurt and trust. Like <sighs> what you said earlier, that ain't finna kill me. That ain't finna kill me. I don't got time for it. That ain't finna kill me. Cause in this season of my life, I, man, I'm doing what God telling me to do and I ain't finna fight and wrestle with it. No, no, no. Prophet, I'm, I'm listen. That's why I be want to stay at my house and just work on my own soul salvation. <laughs> like stay in the house, stay in the room, work on your own soul salvation. Anything else, it's just gonna work itself out. <laughs> Everything else will work itself out. But no, Prophet, that is so powerful though. And I think a lot of people. How do we? Okay, so let me ask you this there. How do we? Um, address when address those type of people when they don't know how to trust or love because of those mommy and daddy issues because you can't just tell people that you know what i'm saying even though we say stuff out loud we say stuff in this room when you go have a direct conversation one-on-one -on -one with people you don't want to tell them that because it sounds damaging to them and you're trying to heal so what how do you address that issue of saying hey i recognize that you got some mommy and daddy issues on you and all this other stuff and you know your love is distorted i need to bring you out of that because like i told you we go we're gonna go through that over the next 14 days for before valentine's day because you know everybody look for love everybody want that love but if it's all coming from a distorted place how do we speak to people to tell them hey you got to correct that well first of all again you you have to have um the knowledge and the discernment uh -huh. as to know where the person is. Oh yeah, you did say that, uh-huh, I believe that. That's number one. Number two, a conversation um, can snatch anybody out of the pits of hell. Amen. But you must be wise on what you say, when you say, and how you say it. And so God is, that's why he tells us in the word of God, what be quick to listen see the problem is you're talking too much and talking too fast shut up and listen people uh -huh. will tell you where they are in the midst of a conversation you could be talking about mcdonald's <laughs> and the spirit of the lord will say listen to that did you hear that 
Oh God. Yeah, maybe, maybe he only talked to me like that. I don't know. Right. Are you good? <laughs> we could be talking about peanut butter and jelly. And the way the way you describe the peanut butter and jelly, I just picked up a whole lot about your spirit and about your life. Right. Because of how he deals with me. And so now I, because of who I am, will, will give the wisdom and the knowledge based upon what I heard the Lord say. And then based upon what I heard the Lord tell me to release. I Listen, and I get that perspective because that's coming from, I think, from us as leaders and elders. But I'm saying, Christian, from a level of like these lay members who just going out here, just finding love in any place. How do you have these conversations with them or even have? How, how do they have conversations to identify, hey, maybe I love this person, I like this person, but they're not ready to love me either. Mm -hmm. Those same yeah, conversations? Yeah, well, okay. it's, it, it's conversation, but it's conversation based on the level of access at that point. Okay, right. That you even have to have that conversation. Mm. Because when when it's just amongst friends, when it's just among lay people, you know, folks ain't really gonna open up. Right. They they uh play those closet um un unless <laughs> they they trust you. It's a matter of trust. Right. If you build trust in the conversation, you will get a lot out of the conversation. People technically don't seek real deliverance because they've been hurt by people that said they were going to help them. Right. So if you just be honest and integral and you are actually there to help and not manipulate your way into their pants as well, mm. then, you know, so, it but will that, come to pass. So I think that's what it is then. They're manipulating, everybody's manipulating their self into each other's pants for, I guess, that love, right? Well, they're, they're trying to find it. <laughs> they're, they're, they're searching for it. Right. But in the midst of the search, they're being hurt. Mm, and it's exactly. More damage. It's more damage upon more damage because they're not, they're, they're not seeking wise counsel. Right. The Bible says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor sitteth Man. in the seat of the scornful, nor standeth in the way of the sinner. Come on now. We have to seek wise counsel. I mean, I'm just saying. Take no, that's good. You can, Listen, I, we, you wouldn't even hear for the scripture of the day. That's how I be knowing you in the vein, because that goes back to the scripture of the day when we said, seek the wisdom of God. Most of these people don't. Oh, Lord, have mercy, Christian. Lord, you preaching to me. And you give me my point for next weekend. I mean, I mean, not next weekend, but this coming weeks for love. Because so many people see this on a distorted level. Like, I'm hearing it from my, from in my personal vein, too, right now. But even ministering to some of these broken people, these young kids who found love anywhere, everywhere. Like, I mean, now for me, I, I mean, I can't find love anywhere, everywhere. It's just not my thing. Like, I just, uh-uh. They love anybody and everybody, literally. But how do you get them to understand or how do you get people, like, when you when you tell, talk to people and tell them what you should look for in love? And me, I identify with my love through God. But most people don't know how to identify or find that love. So what would be a, I, I want to say a short-term method, because I would say look in the Bible first, find your love through God. But how do you teach these people how to find love the right way then.
Prophet, you on mute. Prophet Christian, you didn't hear me? I'd love to answer that question. Okay, definitely. Hey, Dr. Packing, good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Um, you know, I know I'm just coming into the room, but the question really, really triggered me and intrigued me all at the same time. And I say that because we talk about love a lot, not only on this app, <clears throat> but is one of the most, uh, I guess, tiresome and dead horse type of conversation that we have. <laughs> right. And it's okay. And it's okay because it's, it's, it needs to be, it's a conversation that's worth having. Uh, and saying all that to say this, I think that teaching people to, to, to find love is first and foremost, um, teaching people to really love them, themselves, uh, first and foremost. And I think that's something that we have not done well enough, not only in the church, but as society at large. And it's funny because I was listening to, of all people this morning, I don't know why I, I kind of found this when I was kind of in meditation and, you know, opening my office this morning. I was on YouTube watching some interviews with Tupac Shakur, watching uh, just the brilliance and just kind of the the thought pattern. And he, when he talked about his early life, he talked about, you know, it wasn't until he became famous that he found himself, but before he was a shell of a person because he had never had a positive male role model in his life. So from a standpoint of that, I think that love is shaped by uh, the first, which should be the first love, which is parental love or uh, family structure that shows you and models love. And since that barrier has been broken down, many people are basically kind of probing through the darkness of how to really love themselves because most times they haven't been affirmed. They haven't been uh, exposed to uh, love that it should start first in the cradle of of, of family. So if that is disoriented, and that's not to say that's to be all end all, because there's some folks that still end up just picking the wrong type of people, even in the the ideal scenario. But at the same time, I just find it that there are so many people uh, that don't have self-love and they come into relationships broken and jacked up. And a lot of times when you come into the relationship and that's OK, because all of us are all with no matter what we you know, what ideal situation we come up in, there's always going to be something broken that definitely needs to be healed. That's why the Bible says that love covers a multitude of sins. But what we call love, especially now, is more hookups and more about what we're attracted to. And sometimes Ooh, attractiveness... Pat. Come on now, Pat. Attractiveness don't hold... It, it don't hold you uh past a certain amount of time you know uh depending on what that attraction really is and how strong that is and at 46 almost 47 years old i spent i've spent half those years discovering myself discovering the stuff that really sets me off or sets me uh you know sets uh really let me put it this way uh the stuff that really is my greatest weaknesses and I tried That's to wrap good. love with a bow around it. That's and the truth, the truth was I didn't really learn how to love myself until I really sat down and said, I don't even love myself. Because if I did, it's certain stuff I wouldn't do. 
And it was, and I was loosely preaching this yesterday about faith, where in James, he says that faith without works is dead. Now we'll say that, but we don't really know what that means because love is one of those things without actions is dead. It's empty. It doesn't, That's uh, good. It, it doesn't produce anything unless there's an action. I think that Sir Isaac Newton from a, a scientific physics standpoint said that for every action, there's a reaction yeah, yeah. and love is the same way. Is that love will make us, as, as I think the great prophet uh, Al Green said, that love will make you do right and do wrong. You know, uh. if, if it's something that you got to do, you know, uh, but that that concept is strange to a lot of people. But as I've gotten more mature and even a little older, it makes a lot more sense. I didn't understand that at first until I really started to love somebody that was not only um, bigger than me or love became bigger than me, but it became more so that it was sacrificial, it was an action that I had to do. And it never always lined up with my emotions. Because when my wife getting on my nerves, I still got to love her and vice versa. When my two-year-old son, who just turned two uh, this weekend, when he is writing on the wall and throwing stuff and saying no, and I want to string him up, I got to remember he too. So love kicks in over the emotion. And I think that that's why love, while we talk about it a whole lot, it's only talked about from a reactionary standpoint or what can you do for me or how you can make me feel. And that's that can be love, but that's the that's not the surface of it. That's not the root of it. Right. Love will do what's necessary. And many people stop walking in love. That's why the Bible, it talks about it from that perspective. We stop walking in love when we don't see what we get out of it. Not that we don't love people, but that means our love is just really fragile. And, and most times, a lot of our love is on life support of, again, of what you can do for me or what it looks like, that's what it feels like, matter. what it seems like. So that's why I want to answer that question. That's, I can talk about that all day, but it's just one of those things. I'll say this in the plane, I swear. When Jesus, when, when, when uh, John 3.16, which we love to quote, we look at it from a soteriology standpoint or the study of salvation. That's mm -hmm. cool. But it says that he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now, why did he do that? Uh, because he loved us enough to see us in our condition. And even though we were responsible for the choice that we made in, in the garden, love went past the part of whose fault it was and still loved anyway. That's when love really is love. And I would venture to say, 75% of the people that exist in this world, and maybe that's a high percentage and I could be totally wrong, but there is no empirical evidence to improve what I'm saying. But if I was a betting man, I would say that 75% of people don't really know what love is until they really mature and get out of themselves. And then some of them never do. That's why they, we get married four and five times. That's why we got three and four baby mamas. And we got all these wild passions because right. We don't really know what love is. We don't know how to love and catch this. We don't even know how to receive it, but I'll shut up after that. That's good, Dr. Patton. Oh my God, that was so good. Listen, we started out on the pressure of perfection because you know, we started out on talking about the girl and then Christian prophetic self that hopped all into my next week because we supposed to be doing the 14 days of love, Pastor Pat. So you definitely gotta come back for the next couple of weeks because we're talking we talking about that same thing. Love from the different dynamics of even understanding it, receiving it, how to expect it. Because truth be told, Dr. Pat, no, we don't be on this app talking about love. We talk about relationships. <laughs> 
that I was like, no, I'm talking about the <laughs> no shade, no shade. We don't talk about love on this app. We talk about relationships on this app. <laughs> that's, what, that's what they do. <laughs> no shade. And we got Ooh, that's keep, keep going, prophet. Please don't move off. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying because I mean we all. Look, I ain't even gonna get to that. I ain't gonna get to that. We got all next week. We got all yeah, let, next let's week. save it but then. Let's save it then. Right. <laughs> we got 14 days. Because for the next, y'all know how Walmart doing. Walmart got their whole Valentine's Day collection and stuff sold out. Everybody finna start trying to propose for Valentine's Day and all this other stuff. And whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop. But don't really understand the real dynamic of love. And that's why I want to have this conversation. Even last week, Christian had hopped back into it. Even when we were talking about last week, the division and the divide in the home and in the family, but causing distorted love in people's lives. Yeah, we got to talk about this stuff because truth be told, we're not perfecting love. We're perfecting relationships. We're working on relationship culture. We're working on marriage culture. But truth be told, your marriage can't go right because y'all don't know how to love. Well, hold on, hold on now. Make, make, sure, make sure we are we're fair with the word uh, perfecting. Um, okay. Because, okay. because, because it's, two, it's two sides to that. And I see my friend, Pastor Charles. Uh, I know he'll he'll chime in after I say this because he's, he's always... Uh, just so wise uh, with his 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 words and just kind of how he sees things. Um, two sides of perfection means that okay, one, we understand it from a standpoint that everything always go right, and we know that ain't true, right? Uh, the Bible, uh, when it translates perfection, is talking about maturity. So, in the Bible, the Bible, the word says in Hebrews it says, "Let us go on to maturity." Right. So. In that, so the whole letter to the Jews or to the Hebrews, the writer is trying to convince them to not go back to Judaism and, and just just trash the faith of of Christ because right. of the persecution. So the so maturity does something. Again, this is what love really does. Love pushes through and perseveres through things regardless of the situation. So when we look at the two sides of what we define perfection we never define it from a space of maturity because when we read the, uh, the the scripture perfect love casts out all fear what that's really saying is that mature love casts out all fear and not only fear but it, it should cast out selfishness it should cast out abuse it should cast out disrespect you go down the gauntlet of different things that like you just said that deals with what we talk about relationship talk, you know, and you can have, you can have a relationship with a head of lettuce if you want to, you can have, I mean, there's business relationships, there's familiar relationships, there's all different types of relationships that you can look at. Cause it's really the word is just about how you relate with people. But when you do it immaturely and it's not in love, that's why there's always that proverbial, uh, Ferris wheel, a gerbil wheel that we talk about with relationships because really it's the, the relationships that we talk about only last as long as the feeling lasts or as, or until, uh, you see something else you may be attracted to or something else that's, that's like a better deal. So that's where the maturity is it, not there. We talk about the perfect, uh, Valentine's day. And there's a reason why, uh, and I, I won't even get, we'll save that deficit for the next one. We talk about the whole history of Valentine's Day and what that truly represents. But that whole deal is just one of those things, Pastor Charles and Prophet, where people are chasing an idea 
that does not exist. And then when you find out that idea does not exist, then you will push back from a standpoint of, I'll just relate with people. I'll date a girl six months. I may even have a couple of kids or I may do a couple of different one, two, three or whatever. But I never really truly walk in mature love because what I'm really saying is that I'm not mature enough to sacrifice something that's bigger than me. I'm only mature to a point to a fact that whereas I get to experience what I want. And most times we only hang that on the hat of men. And the truth of the matter is a lot of the times with some of these women, when you really peel back some of the layers and, and some of the stuff that they really say they want versus what they actually do, and what they really require, then there is a deficit that is just as huge as what you see with men that are immature. So we were really dealing with uh, the understanding of how immature people really are that try to connect to relationships. That's why love and hip hop and all those kind of shows, The Bachelor and these kind of stuff, right. been on what, what, 25 seasons? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's the same. It's the same concept, but it never stops. Why? Because people like the idea of something that they don't understand or something that they really can't have. And the truth is, you can have it. It's just going to cost you a little bit more than the cosmetic aspect right. of what you think love or relationships or even a commitment. Because like you said, I shut up. We don't talk about commitment on this app. We only talk about relatability and it's like a it's like a contract in professional sports you got a two-year deal and at the one-year mark we we probably got a clause an escape clause we can get out of it. we can cut you you know and we don't need you no more we can we can adjust we can go after whatever we want we can trade you you know and we have that arrogant uh approach to not only relationships and love but then maturity which we don't talk about we only talk about perfection I want right. this. I want that. It's got to go this way. And that's the opposite of maturity. But I'll shut up. Oh, Pastor Patton. Wow. That was good, man. Oh, that was good. That was so good. I think we just got to learn. That. I think we got to get to the concept of realizing that maturity is a is a lifetime thing. Like, we don't stop maturing. You cannot stop maturing. You don't stop developing. And so many people get to a concept where they think, okay, well, I guess I'm done growing. I'm done maturing. I'm done developing. But if you really, oh, wow, Dr. Parker, man, that was so powerful. That was so powerful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look, I got to refresh. I got to refresh real quick. Thank you, Lex, for coming in the room, and thank you for coming up. This has been a powerful conversation. And we started, like I said, on uh, the uh, we start about talking about the pressures of perfection and stuff like that and then we end up getting to love and all of that and now we even pastor pat even flipping me on even how we look at perfection or maturity and that's that's giving me so much uh so many i guess talking points or asking points for next week uh for us and i'm gonna make sure i start making sure i'm getting feedback from people who listen to the podcast and listen to the replays and stuff like that because oftentimes this is the information i can't i think that they really want to hear but nobody wants to express it i mean we'll express it behind the scenes and private rooms and back doors and stuff like that but rea in reality this is the stuff that we should like be pushing to people because more people need to hear about those dynamics of love versus seeing an image of relationships or hearing how to get the perfect relationship or the best relationship when truth be told there is no perfect relationship there is no the best way to get something like uh-uh 
I think we'll always still find ourselves growing. We just need to be around the right people that's going to continue to help us grow. But no, for real, for real. Let me refresh for real, because y'all know we ain't even get into news and hot topics all the way like I really wanted to. Because I told y'all my heart was grieved this morning. That's why we pushing into love even more, Pastor Patton, because my heart was grieved because one of the news and hot topics I wanted to mention this week was the suicide of uh, the former Miss USA. And what's interesting about this suicide, as I was reading up on it, they said she jumped from a building in Manhattan. And that really just breaks my heart because truth be told, she was a, uh, what did it say? I think she was like an attorney. She was a blogger. Like she really was trying to fight, I guess, to reform America's justice system. However, we find her Sunday morning jumping out of a building. And I really want to understand, Pastor Patton, the pressures of life that has us going through things like this where suicide is so rampant suicide is so big and so major now because of the perfections of i mean the the because of the pressures of perfection because of things like getting to love trying to find love trying to even be perfect for the person i want to love or trying to find the perfect person that i want to love you know what i'm saying that can be so confusing and so hard for people so even as we wrap this conversation up because I definitely want to play one more song and then we're going to move into the Weekend Rewind type stuff or, you know, just final highlights. I really just want to understand how do we get back to a place of combating the spirit of suicide? That's going to be my final question right now to end this conversation. Of course, we have to continue to pray for people. Of course, we have to continue to love on people. But when we see certain people going through situations like this, or I mean, because we don't even know what her situation was beforehand. But when we see certain people who um who may be going through a hard time <laughs> let's just put it like that who may be going through a hard time who may be dealing with the difficulties of of maturity who may be dealing with the difficulties of trying to understand love what would be those type of questions or conversations that we would ask those people to combat that do you get what i'm saying dr Patton? or anybody can jump in and answer that question you're asking, I mean, like, what kind of questions needs to be asked of a person? Yes. What type, this particular... Yeah. What are the conversations or the questions that we need to ask to combat well, people who, who are wrestling with that suicide? Num number one, I mean, I think the biggest piece is that you probably can't, you won't be able to tell with the naked eye that a person yeah. is just about to commit suicide. <laughs> um, the biggest thing is that it's not a, it's not something that, you know, there's not a, a look necessarily. I mean, unless you understand or you have been right. through it and you have conquered that spirit, um, you won't even recognize it at all. Um, and what I will say this, and this is not disrespectful, but these folks that always threatening suicide, that's always threatening it. Um, I would say, you know, there's a 50-50 chance or whatever. But most of the time, as you saw, you didn't get anything from this lady. This is textbook. Right. You didn't get, you didn't see, I, well, they're not, they're not saying at this point that there was anything on any kind of note. They didn't say anything about that at this right. point. She has everything to live for. She is mm -hmm. 30 years old. Mm -hmm. You know, she's, she's uh, successful. She's a Miss USA, you know, beautiful, you know, you see what I'm saying? Beautiful, talented, had a job, has a right. job. 
I mean, a, a major job and doing very well at it. But it, it, as you can see, it was like this came out of nowhere. Now, how many of us know that it really didn't come out of nowhere? What was it that pushed right. her over the edge? And mm -hmm. what hope did she not have mm -hmm. to believe that after this, there's something else, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I would say that some people who commit suicide, for whatever reason, even those that are preachers, somewhere along the line, there is a place of unbelief. There's a place of unbelief because it, there's got to be because unbelief has to come in in some kind of way in right. order for there to be, um, in order for that to happen. Um, um, and when I say that, I, I mean, um, again, I say that with tongue in cheek. I'm not trying to be, you know, saying that this is, happens to every single person, but there's there's all of that. I think one of the things that that snapped me to back into this is just me and I, I can only talk for me when it snapped me back in was just the the fear of the unknown mm. just not knowing suppose now you know we believe this you know the thing that all of a sudden when you're ready to commit suicide you're thinking that the world is better off without you right that you whatever it is that you're in you can never get over and so there's that whole process that's happening there's a lot that's happening in the brain that is pushing you towards that emotionally. There's a lot of things. And here's the other thing. Suppose she was not even, I mean, who, who knows? Imagine that, imagine if she was on the edge or whatever and maybe thinking about it and she decided not to and all of a sudden the wind gust came and true. threw over. I mean, <laughs> I mean there, there's a lot that's, there's a lot that's there. The other thing is, it, is, it, is it, could it be murder? Could right. it be? Could it be that, you know, someone else was there? And, and no one them. else, yeah, and you know, there's a lot of things that are so unknown, and it, if we see this stuff on TV and act like that it don't happen, but there are people who who have gone through those processes. And now here's the other piece to that. Okay, let's go to something that's really, really on the weird side. Let's remember um, 9/11. Right. 9/11. How many people were jumping out trying to escape the fire of what was happening? Right, and they rather than get burnt up, they would found the quickest escape route and got out. Right, do those people, you know, that's the, here we are. That's a whole question now, Lord. These people, if they let's say the person was saved, let's say the person was saved, loved the Lord, but in that particular situation, their mind snapped and it's like, I don't want to be burned up. And they're wow. trying to find a place of escape. And then instead of finding the place of escape, they don't even realize it, but where they're escaping to is actually to their death. And then we were trying to figure all this out. So, so there's a lot of pieces that's here that's so unknown um, that, that we just are, are, you know, we have to ask questions now. Lord, how about a person? How about this? Is, you know, is that one other thing. How about a person that is literally out of their mind and you know that they are... Um, they, right. they're, they're not with us, but they do something to end their life. Like, let's say all of a sudden um, they go out of their mind and they they stick their uh, a knife in in the in the um, in a, an electrical socket, or they touch something that will will cause them to be electrocuted or whatever, right. or they fall into a hole and break their neck. My problem is is that we don't know how death is going to come, and I'm not right. trying to put this out here that that you know um, that you know, what pe what pe whether people go to heaven or not. And see, that to me right there is not my call. Right. That is God's call. We're not and the judge, I, Pastor. That's good. We not, we, I, and so that kind of, it kind of scares me 
sometimes when we when we kind of well that really scares me it just kind of makes you wonder because right. you don't know suppose that moment she's out of her mind she's just out of her mind just right. totally whatever has happened has happened and whatever news she may have gotten or whatever has happened caused her to just kind of like say this can't be and maybe in all of a sudden it happened so um i'm putting that out there because because of such unknowns we don't have the answers to that what we can do is we can pray for those that we can if it is a spirit of suicide for real if it is something that's that way we who have been through it can pray and we beef up ask god to uh, raise our discernment and how about this don't just get discernment and have discernment on these things and you not use it yeah the holy spirit brings it to you to pray for somebody mm-hmm. when the Holy Spirit brings it to you to make sure you call someone's name out. You're way over here. I'm way over here in Texas, but somebody is somebody is down the street from me is is suffering through it, and I need to put it in the atmosphere and say, in the name of Jesus, every spirit of suicide stops now right. by the authority of the name of Lord Jesus Christ, and that goes into that, and the sound waves of Holy Spirit goes to that person, and that person's getting ready to do it, and they say, and then you hear, they hear something that says, no suicide today, not today, stop it. Not today, devil. You know what I'm saying? So, so that is my, that's kind of my summation on that, because it's, it's, you know, these things, as I talk about it, and as I think about it, we know that it's a spirit. We know that it right. is. This is not, there's no question about it. This is, it's a spirit, spirit of death, spirit of suicide, anything that has to do spirit with murder, that kind of thing. There. Yeah, murder. Yeah, we realize that that is there. We realize that these are, there are demonic forces that are at work. My problem is, is that those of us who do, who know, I'm not even going to say it in the way I want to say it, but those of us who do know, <laughs> those of us who do know and who understand these things, are we um, being very, very open to Holy Spirit enough that when he says to deal with this or he says to speak to someone, sometimes we don't even realize it, but you saying hello to somebody because they think they're alone and you just saying hello has dissipated the spirit of suicide because now they're being seen. They can be seen. Sometimes people don't feel like that they are not even uh, being seen because they feel like they're being ignored. They're being ignored. We're ignoring people. We just let people just go or whatever. And we've got to really get it in our hearts to be able to follow Holy Spirit and do what he says to do when he says to do it. When he says, pick up the phone and call somebody, pick up the phone and call them. When he says do certain things, do oh no, I want to call him. It's too late. Okay, you don't call him. Yeah, at that hour that you you needed to call him was the moment they're contemplating, they're fighting for their life, and we're not gonna be. Uh, I don't want to just call. No problem. Then next, you know, you know, so and so's dead or someone so's gone, right. or whatever. And we don't even know. The Bible even says sometimes that some people's hearts just straight up fail. There's such a spirit of fear that they don't commit suicide in that way, but their heart just stops. You know, and they just uh, in such turmoil. And what did it? What is it that we have? What is it that we have in our hearts, in our spirit? What do we have in our hand? This phone right here is a is a connecting piece that God is using even in this season for us to be able to call some folks and reach out and touch some people. Some people need your encouragement. Some people need what you have. Every more every Sunday morning, usually on Sunday, most Sunday mornings, God has given me lately to be able to just speak a word um, as He gives it to me in my heart. It's, you know, a little paragraph and I'll speak that I'll send that word out to especially to preachers and those that are pastors 
that are um that are getting up in the morning getting themselves together you know sometimes it's you know you can get up and it's like oh lord it's time to make the donuts i don't know what lord i know i put it <laughs> but i don't know what i'm gonna say and how i'm gonna say it because i don't feel it right now i'm not feeling right. the message i'm not I, I know what i was feeling at the time but i'm not feeling this message god so lord you're gonna have to turn me up and get me ready to go so i can do what you call me to do and sometimes all it's needed is a message or a word or a phrase or something from someone to be able to speak right. into their lives and and i did that yesterday and it was so blessed i was blessed to hear um somebody say and one was, was one person came to me and different ones did for different reasons but they said i needed to hear that today and i look think about those moments suppose suppose that person is is has a spirit of death on their spirit of suicide right. and you reached out and just sent a text and said hi or god bless you this is a good day you know uh hey you know what god called you and because he called you he's gonna give you what you need for the day amen you know don't have to be long right it just, sometimes it's just something it could be an emoji just saying hi you know a, a, a crazy emoji that only you and they know that would help them to you know get maybe get a laugh or something like that a merry heart is good like medicine i'm sorry to be on this soapbox but these are moments right here when all of a sudden we start to um think about it from one perspective when there's so many different angles it's like a diamond a diamond has so many different facets that's what makes it gleam that's what makes it sparkle is that it has cuts on it that make it so that it looks good but if people are like that we have different facets on us and life sometimes cuts into us and causes us not to be able to function properly but i want to serve notice on the devil that i am going to be that guy i'm going to be that person that's going to be an encourager i'm going to be that person that's going to use the technology that i've been given to be able to bless somebody and let someone else know that jesus saves but not only does he save he loves you and that you are that person who who needs to know that you are loved you are you're important to this season you are you're important to this season. you are one who god is uh allowed to be here and you need to know that you need to know that you will need to know that even in this season you are featured you are featured in this season you are if there was a if this is a movie theater you would have one of the movie you would have one of the movie uh movie houses because why because you're featured there's a special feature with you and your life and your lifestyle is there and god needs you in this hour in this season and so let us be that people that will yeah. lift up and that will encourage that will push someone else into their destiny that will help them even the highest person needs someone to say hey you right. know, bless me today even the person who's got all the money who's got all the fame and got right. all the money, they need to know that you matter to me you matter to us and so you know those are the things that i think that we have to kind of keep in our um arsenal of, of work you know you, you don't need you don't need you don't need to have everything all you need is just a word you need a word and you right. get a word from some a word from the lord you get a word from somebody and, and god will bless that and 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 blow on it and then all of a sudden you'll see life that comes from it um charles i'll rest my mic for a minute here that's so good pastor charles wow because in this gener like that was so good because in this generation people have i don't know if well i don't have a problem with it, but other people say like they got a problem with being nice they got a problem with encouraging uplifting helping somebody they you know nowadays you tell somebody cute oh don't tell them that they gonna go out of their head no they probably need that today they probably need you to tell them that they cute or they gonna get somewhere or they or be uplifted they, like they probably need that today and oftentimes we see so many 
many people trying to discourage that. We, I'm wondering who is doing the encouraging around here. <laughs> that is so good, Pastor Charles, because I want to be that same person. That's why I said that earlier. When when people come to your mind and your spirit and stuff like that, call them, reach out to them. Don't be lazy. God put that in you for a reason. Even me as a prophet, I said, man, it's so many things. I'm like, God, wow. This was the prophetic, not me trying to prophesy to da 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 and this that and speaking in tongues. No, this was prophetic when you caused me to intervene and step into a situation that I had nothing about. Didn't know that. Like I'm talking about, then he revealed. Oh yes, yes, I'm trying to be that person. I'm trying to be that prophet that God revealed to me the secret so I can go in and help and and activate some things and move some things and shift some things. Reveal to me what's going on so I can speak it into the atmosphere and send that suicidal spirit somewhere else because it will not touch anybody connected to me. So I need to like, wow. Yeah, Pastor hey, <laughs> let me Let me tell you, like yesterday, for instance, yesterday, I, mean, I, I had kind of planted it, but here's my message yesterday. I uh-huh. said, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for your sacrifice. And this is for preachers and for those that I know that are having a minister. I said, good morning. Thank you for your sacrifice. You have prepared and continue to fulfill the call of God on your life. And it is appreciated. Be encouraged and keep lifting Jesus. You are loved, you are honored, and you are featured. And I said, mega love. And that's all I said, you know. And and um, and again, we don't know sometimes what a person needs at that moment. Right. Um, maybe they're feeling as though, you know, they're just not feeling it. They just got up and just like just pried their eyes open, just did it. And all of a sudden, that that text has come in. Um, that has come come in, and 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 that was something that was needed for that moment. Amen. And and like I said, I don't take, I don't get glory out of that. That's I give God the glory. But I'm right. thankful that. But you, I got to use my thumbs, and I got to get it actually do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that's what God is. That's that's the thing. You want to you want to combat the spirit of suicide. You want to combat that kind of thing. Encourage one another. Encourage yes. one another in love, and allow that ha- allow that to happen. Amen. Rest my mic again. That's good, Pastor Charles. Thank you so much. Listen, I'm that same way. I have that heart and that sentiment too. Because Pastor Charles, I sit at home, and you all know how the pastor, when you go to the real church, the pastor say, look at your neighbor on the left and the right of you, or go hug three people. I start texting people. I start calling people. I love you. I, t- I, sit there, I start tweeting and thumbing, and yeah, I love you. Like, because I... People need that. That is so powerful and positive. I think we have to be those people that's pushing that powerful positivity out more. Pastor Lewis, would you clap your mic or you want to jump in? I just wanted to say real quick that, um, man, as a recipient of Pastor Charles's um, text messages, man, can I tell you that... um, yeah, it's it's amazing. Listen, let me read you this one. There was one that he sent. Um, he said, uh, "Good morning. This is yet another moment given by God to uplift His name. Let us not waste it, but give it all we have. I, along with all of heaven, is rooting for you. So let's go. Love you to life, man. When I tell you, I'm gonna be jealous now." <laughs> Man, when I tell you, wow! I said, man, when I tell you, when I, I tell who <laughs> you, that those messages, they come right on uh-huh. time. Yeah. No, um, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. When I tell you to know that someone is 
even 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 though you might believe that it's a part of a mass text or you know maybe there might be 15 or 20 people in that group text or whatever the case right. might be no 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 when i tell you that when you begin pastor charles when i begin to read those texts man i'm telling you i literally can feel the strength of togetherness and somebody that's really rooting for you and supporting right you, you literally don't know man that you know i i can literally say in those moments all right let's take another step lou let's let's take another step i usually call right. myself by my last name come on dudley let's take another step Come on, let's go ahead and send another email. Come on, right. let's go ahead and, and, and let's go ahead and look for another building. Come on, Dudley, let's you know you. That's when those texts usually come at a moment where I need it, and not just because things are going bad. Y'all don't want to talk to me. Come on now. All right, not not just when things are going bad, but sometimes when things are going great. But sometimes you don't feel like you have enough stamina to maintain the greatness. Y'all don't want to talk. My God. See, every everybody everybody really wants to, you know, it's like, ooh, I was down, I was out. You right. Know, I, I didn't know what I was going to do. <laughs> I was getting ready to lose my No, baby, I'm, I'm doing phenomenal. But sometimes the enemy will come and say, hey, guess what? You don't have enough in you to maintain this phenomenal. All right. Mm, come on, sir. Come on now. All right. Well, well, what are you gonna do next? You, you, you. That your last idea was your 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 last greatest idea was your last idea. What you gonna do now? Right. Uh, when when things are up, when they're on a hundred. Mm. Oh, you, that last message that you preach, but but what what you gonna preach this time? What 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 are you gonna say that they haven't already heard? Ooh. Come on now. Ooh. <laughs> you preach it, boy. Oh yeah, they, they they're used to you now. They, they know what you're gonna say. They know they know you're gonna mm, and they go. What 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 are they are, are their lives really being changed though? Mm -hmm. That's when those text messages come through. That say I, along with all of heaven, is rooting for you. So go. So so let's go get it. Okay. All right. Maybe I'm the only one. No, you ain't. <laughs> Pastor Charles, I appreciate you, sir. All, I, all, all I'm going to say wow. is please don't stop texting me. Yay! Right. I was going to say, please start texting me. <laughs> well, you know what's amazing about that? What's funny is that what you just said was that here's, here's, the, here's the premise behind it, first of all. Premise behind it, behind it is I wish somebody would have done that to me. Right. Especially when I was younger or when I was mm -hmm. at a place where I was just starting and I had that person to actually push that to me right. and say, hey, you know what? You can make it. You're not by yourself. Second thing is this. I don't even, I'm so crazy. I don't know how to do a group text where it looks individual. I don't know how to do that. So I have <laughs> to send it to each and every individual person. So if a person oh. gets it, they're getting it because I, the Holy Ghost said to click on that. So, uh, you know, so get, please understand that this is, this thing right now, the way God is doing it is that I'm hoping that someone else also does the same thing to someone else. You may have people that are in your downline or whatever. Take even look, take the message. If that you don't you don't want to use your own stuff, take that, take it, copy and paste it and put it somewhere and allow it to be able to go out because at the end of the day, there's somebody that needs that encouragement. 
There's somebody. Yeah, I know I was at yeah, I've already plagiarized, so thank you. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Look, it belongs to God, so he'll so he'll give he'll give so he'll give more. And you know, and, you know, we will trademark something in a minute. Just I mean, there one thing right. I gotta trademark, you know, some things you got to. But sometimes we'll trademark stuff in a minute just to say, well, you know, well listen, at the end of the day, take it. Go ahead and take it. Because if you take it, God's gonna give me more. And I yeah. have to be able to really believe that because god is a god of creativity he's the one created creativity so he'll come on he'll give us more he'll give us more ain't no need to be jealous amen love you guys <laughs> you preach i love you i love y'all because that is so good pastor Charles. listen let me know i need to sign up with the text messaging list i need to sign up with the text messaging list because i need to start getting up text messages but you're really encouraging me because i used to be that same way now granted i just started slacking a little bit on that mess because i used to start sending emails and everything out you can text prophecy to 22828 shameless plug text the word prophesy or i think it's prophecy one of them uh to the number 22828 and you'll actually get connected to my emailing list um that's the email the list we had in the ministry of course sometimes they ask you for your number and all that other stuff but we used to do that same things Pastor Charles, and i got a little lazy on doing it because you know i had so much going on within the ministry within my personal life but i'm even trying to get back to that point now where i'm starting to send those emails i'm starting to send those individual text messages and let people know hey i care let people know no hey come up out of it get up get up because wow you i think i'm gonna send an email out today I think I'm going to send an email out today. It should be in my bio what the word was. At one and if one nice. person, if it's just one person, if it's just one person that's encouraged today right. as a result of what I say, then I have done my job. I have done what I was supposed to do. Because guess what? Preaching is more than just sitting behind the pulpit. Come on now. Preaching and ministry is more than just that. There's, there's times and opportunities that God will give us. But here's the a, here's a funny thing for me now. Here's the thing. And please understand that. If you're going to say something, say something. If you're, going to, if you're going to say it, let it be something that's full of life. Don't right. just say something just to be saying something. But say it because there's Holy Ghost power behind it. Imagine Dang. when I put it out there, and even though it's words, that person's reading it, and they're putting it in their spirit and in their Noah, and they're allowing themselves now to move forward. Amen. I'm looking, Y'all pray for me because <laughs> I'm looking for now a secondary building. Now, I don't have the money for it. I don't have anything. Of course, I got we got the land and everything but i don't have money for this i don't have anything but i've got a dream i've got a dream i would like to see kingdom life south we're in the north side of Colleen. i want to be in the south side i want to be in the west i want to be in the east wherever the lord would have us to be and guess what he'll give me the energy and the time to be able to do whatever i need to do i got a secondary organ i got three organs i got an organ in my house i got an organ in the in the main church and i got another in the back that i'm fixing on and all i got to do is get that thing ready and i'm ready to put uh, start another building and have another church. We'll have church later in the afternoon. I don't care. <laughs> but my point is, is that we need more churches. These folk, these buildings are getting baker. baker amen. And I want to go in one of them buildings and, and build it up. So, amen. Let's do yes, it. Yes, sir. Pray for the <laughs> about the job. I'm with you. I am with you. Listen, I'm even trying to position myself. Um, Pastor Charles, I'm about to email you. I just got something this morning. It's due tonight. Um, and it's for $25,000. Um, so I'm about to email it to you right now. Yes, sir. Thank you. And I will go ahead and fill it out. I'm, I'm, I, we call for that every week. Scholarships and grants. 
That's one of the words we call for. So thank you, sir. I yeah, because this one is an operating grant, so it's for operating funds. So any one of your programs that we talked about earlier, I know this probably should have been a private conversation, but I don't care. And I don't care about, you know, everybody <laughs> here on here can eat too. But yeah, anyway, I'm good. I'm good. Right. But some of those programs that we talked about, um, you can just put one of them in there. They're going to ask you vision, mission, and then they're going to ask you what do you need it for. It's twenty five thousand dollars. Fill it out. Get that money. That's wrong. I was going to say, pin the link, my boy. You know. We... Well, this one is not a link. <laughs> this is an actual um, application that I actually printed. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I look forward, but you have you have my email address, right? So I hope so, but text it to me anyway. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> See, that's what I like right there. You people feet and hands to some stuff. I, right. I'm talking about when person have vision in here. Oh, we gonna make sure they come to pass. <laughs> that's what I like. Listen, I uh, I gotta have another meeting with um. Dr. Kai, because she's helping me get some business stuff set up, too, because I'm trying to get me a building, too, Pastor Charles. I don't want to start a church church building, but as a prophet, I'm definitely like, of course, I have my own office and everything now at home, but I'm actually going to look at getting a retail space or retail location, not only because of, you know, the in-home or the studio that we have through the ministry and what we do there, but, you know, God has told me to build an outreach team, build a street team of believers, teach people how to evangelize the right way, but to do that, I ain't going to have everybody come to my house all the time so i'm working right now on getting me like a um like a little retail space a little storefront that we can utilize as like a multi-purpose space or something like that of course we'll have my office in the back and whatnot but in the front i'm thinking of of course you know the little space where we can do some training teaching little conference room or whatever we'll probably have some products available for people in the front too but it's really Somebody was calling me. But yeah, where you can just come and, you know, outreach. And we can, you know, do that outreach for people. Because oftentimes, most people think churches are only open uh, on Sundays and Wednesdays for Bible study. Well, truth be told, there are a lot of churches that be open Sunday through Saturday doing outreach, helping people, going in community, doing different development projects. And that's something that I want to do. So, yeah, I believe I bet God is getting ready to give me the grace for that. But I'm trying to get make sure everything is good together over here with this 501c3 and all that other stuff. I need to give me an HR person, too, because I'm going to have to start paying people in. And I don't got time for all that. Because, whoo, it'd be enough trying to get myself paid through these individual contracts happening. Man, y'all know I do at least 10, like probably, I want to say 10. I do about a good five W-2s to 1099s and paperwork. I'm talking about, I get tired of it. Every time I get booked with a company, I got to fill out a new W-9. Oh. So, here's, 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 so here's your prayer. Where you started this morning, asking mm -hmm. God for wisdom. Mm -hmm. And he'll ask, give you wisdom and give you everything you need and will not call you a dummy for asking. And not, He won't do that. So yeah, you asking for wisdom and giving, asking for strength. You know, mm -hmm. use this for strength, man. Do all you can do, and as the as you go and continue that process, he'll send people. He'll show you some people that you can trust that will bless your life, that will help you. <laughs> and and that's that's the end of it, man. He'll do it for you. Yeah. So that's we ask for. So we ask God. We call forth wisdom, Lord, for all of that for my brother, Lord, and even for those that are listening. We call forth wisdom and understanding, Lord, to be able to do what you called us to do. We thank you, God, that it's you that called us. So we thank you right now. And we ask you for wisdom and you promise to give it to us and give us all that we can handle. So we receive that in Jesus name.
There we go. Jesus name. Amen. Listen, I'm receiving that. I'm definitely receiving that. Cause I'm, when I tell you, I'm probably gonna go around the country teaching churches how to start a street team. That's what I want to do. I'm gonna, oh yeah, we're gonna get back to evangelism in a new way. That's what we're gonna call it. We're gonna call it Christian street team, jerk cheese street teams and stuff like that. If the Muslim out here selling final call papers and all this other stuff, I believe believers should be out there street teaming and outreaching and providing or restoring and stuff like that. <laughs> Email sent. Hey, I'm gonna um text you my email now so i can get in here we blessing we sharing listen y'all the time now i forgot my song we supposed to do a song break and refresh and all the other stuff but we didn't get into this good conversation as always and y'all see it's almost 11 o'clock so people finna start calling me but i definitely want to go ahead and get into final remarks and question of the day i know most people in here married but yeah no i'm still young and <laughs> i <laughs> i don't date i talk you know what i'm saying y'all know young folks we say we ain't dating yet we talking so there's this thread on on twitter about how young folks date and talking and all this other stuff and the question of the day basically is real simple because it, and i'm gonna read one of them to you guys but it was basically just like, have you ever had a bad date? Have you ever, you know what I'm saying, been through a bad encounter on a date or in talking to someone? And which one was that? Well, I read one on Twitter and it was so funny, right? <laughs> this is this bad experience. It's not by it's just somebody else. The man goes and picks up his date, right? Goes and picks up his date and they on their way out to eat or whatever they're going. And she's on her phone texting. Well, she accidentally sent him a text message. While they're in the car together, they chilling. I guess she was supposed to be sending to her friend and whatnot. And it went left. She texted him. And in the midst of texting him, Pastor Charles, the text message read, OMG, he's so ugly. <laughs> she sent that to him on accident. Well, Ooh, she decides. <laughs> <laughs> he said she said that to him on accident well he decides to say okay i'm gonna pull over at the gas station i'm gonna give you five dollars to go in here and get some lottery tickets she went in there she, he gave her five dollars she went in there and he drove off <laughs> long story short that's the end of the day that's the end of the day all i could do is laugh and roll on the floor crying because I probably did the same thing. So I don't have any bad dating encounters because I would say they ain't let us, you know, really date. All we did was talk. We had to get to know somebody. And then after that, yeah, that's probably why I ain't married in a relationship now because we just don't date like that. We, we talk. We get to know folks first. <laughs> but, like, I want to know for the question of the day. Final remarks for the room. PTR, guys, see where you guys are on the stage. PTR. So question of the day is have you ever had a bad dating experience have you ever went through something not like this situation but you know a bad funny dating experience that you'll never forget something memorable as well as final remarks for the room so ptr pull to refresh see where you are on the stage and we're gonna go in that order start with julie going to pastor charles pastor christian um pastor lewis and then special guest bruce julie it's on you do 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 good morning everybody good morning i had to laugh at that one um, I had a couple bad dates. Um, I had a, a date where I actually said, excuse me, and I went to the bathroom and, and left because um, <laughs> I, I, I had to leave because, um, so we was talking, you know, get to know each other and so forth. So he said, what do you do for a living? So I say, I'm a pathologist, this is what I do. He said, oh, so, you, oh, wow, I mean, you're going to 
I mean, you're making some money, money. Um, you don't mind letting me borrow a slow thousand? From me told me that I know. <laughs> I went to the bathroom and I said, excuse me, and the likely I catch an Uber home. I'm <laughs> so, so I say, I, I what? I block him. I said, and I, he never heard that I fucked me. Other than that, today's show was excellent, excellent, excellent. I'm so, oh my god, that really hurt me. Um, I think I, I think it was Pastor, I think it's Kristen or someone was saying. I was I was listening, but I didn't know who was saying it. That or oh, Carlos, that um, you don't know how the person died. You know, probably the wind might throw off. Right, sixty story, and that really, I was like, yeah, yeah, that really, that really touched me. I say, yeah, she might be about to change her mind, and there's something might happen. Yeah, but it was good. Other than that, I'm right here to work chilling. Awesome. Thank you so much, Julie, for coming in and for always being blessed by the room. That's one thing that keeps me coming here because you guys are always being blessed. Of course, we do the podcast and I, I can tell the viewers and stuff like that. We like it. But when people who are actually in the room, sitting in the room, can just sit and listen and enjoy it. That's what makes me continue to do it because, hey, you're blessed and you've been here since day one almost. So I thank God for you as long as we continue to do our job. This is a funny conversation, and I'm weak, Julie. Not you left it, man. She said I done hopped in the Uber, and I left because not you already asking for money. That is funny. That is funny. Pastor Charles, I'm throwing it over to you. Final remarks of the room, and then have you ever had a bad dating experience or a funny dating experience? <laughs> it's on you. Uh, wonderful room, wonderful room as usual. I'm just so thankful to be able to be a part and. Just listening to the conversation, how it just continues to evolve, because I believe that God has uh, pushed us into his destiny and that we can get some information out there that's going to help somebody in their life. I'm just excited about that. This is great in a room that's worth uh, listening to. So I pray that those others that who are waiting for a place to, to be able to land, this will be a good place for them to land. As for a bad date, now you we're in holiness. We didn't date. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, in holiness, we didn't date. So you picture it, you know, I feel like uh, the Golden Girls, picture it, 1980s, in the 80s. Um, <laughs> um, I was actually, there was a young lady that was at the church, past his daughter, and she, uh, and I, I kind of was taking a liking to her. I, I had just gotten my job now, you know, got a car, still living with my mom and everything, but, you know, I, I had some stuff and had some money. You right. Know? And so I'm thinking, okay, so I'm kind of liking the past daughter. So let me go ahead and let me um, ask her, you know, let me ask her to go to, we all, as a, you know, youth group, we didn't go, we didn't date. So we went uh, to, out to eat together. Right. You know? So this particular place, I think it was Bennigan's or something like that when it was around. And I said, uh, you know, you want to go to Bennigan's tonight? And she says, well, I don't, I don't have no money. I don't have no money. I was like, well, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll I'll take care of you. I'll take care of you. And uh, and she's like, oh okay. And so we all get there, and it's a big group. So they this particular night they couldn't set us all together. And so she goes in with with a group. I mean, we all there together, and she goes and sits with a group of girls. So they're just 
Come back, come back, come back. Oh, there we go. There we go. Here we go. Um, I was supposed to okay. be taking her. I was supposed to be taking her. You know, to get this food. So I'm thinking in your mind, at least I need to be sitting next to you or something. Right. You know. And so she wouldn't. Uh, she didn't do that. She sat with her girlfriends, and, and ended up we got split up. And I ended up eating, sitting with a smaller group. And and I was just mad. I was sitting there mad. I said, "See, that don't make no sense." They up there talking, and they were just all mad with me and everything too. And so I made a made a decision. I said, "Today, you know, that's okay." I decided to pay for the food for the people that were at the table that was with me. It was about four of us. And I sat at the table and we ate and we talked and everything. And I paid for their food. And then they were all ready to go. And we were all ready to go. So we got ready to get up and to leave. And and she was like, uh, child, uh, uh, you supposed to pay for my food. I said, oh, I'm sorry. I paid for these folks' food over here at this table. Um, <laughs> so I'm sorry. Oh, so sorry. Oh, I'll see you later. I'll see it. Save the sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. No, I, I, no, no I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go ahead and leave. See ya. Bye. And I left that place. Now, of course, Holy Ghost kicks in as soon as I start the car up. And you, you know, I'm just thinking to myself, you, Matt, you are a bum. What's wrong with you? You don't act like that. You're a Reed. Your granddaddy would be beating you to me. What's wrong with you? You don't do stuff like that. And oh man, I just conviction, conviction, heavy conviction. And I tried to make it right. We didn't have it wasn't the day of cell phones then, but I tried to make it right. And I was talking to one of the friends that she was talking to at the time, and oh, it was a girl. And she was, you know, there was. I was trying to like, oh man, I'm so such. I feel like a, like a heel. She said, like, "Charles Reed, that was not nice. That was not nice at all. We took care of it." I said, "How can I make it up for you?" I went. She says, "Just, just go on to church next week. You know, just say you're sorry then." And, do what you got to do. And I was just like, I ate crow for, I knew, it t- two weeks. But let me tell you something. All of a sudden, my wife popped up in my spirit. She popped up. And I called her. And to get, and it was like funny. It was full funny. We were just girlfriend and boyfriend then. I called her. And she was glad to eat, eat dinner with me. She was glad. Anything I did for her. To this day. I think that's why that's why I think it's so wonderful. To this day, whatever I do for her, she always makes sure to make me know that she appreciates it. So if anything came out of it, at least I got my wife out of it. So anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and, and release that. Yeah, but I I that was cool, man. Don't listen. If I if I say in, even in holiness, if I say I'm gonna pay for your food. Girls, go and at least sit next to the person. You may not even talk to them the whole time, but at least act like you appreciate it. And you might think might go a little bit better. Hallelujah. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and drive off of my Escalade. Y'all have a wonderful day today and uh, be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Charles. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here cracking up. I'm over here cracking up, man. <laughs> he said, oh, well, you forgot about this. I'm forget about you. <laughs> I'm talking about he was petty, big petty. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I'm throwing it over to Prophet Christian. Prophet Christian, final remarks that I've ever had a bad or funny dating experience. <laughs> do 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 It's on you. Well... I just believe that today was a wonderful conversation and um, I'm glad to be amongst people that love the Lord with all their heart and lean not to their own understandings. I just love that. Um, You asked me a question. Could you repeat the question one more time? 
So bad dating experience. Have you ever had a bad date or a memorable funny date experience where it just didn't go good as we expected a date to go? <laughs> so, um, not really in that regard. And here's why, because simply, um, I didn't really do too much of that because relationships wasn't my focus until I got older. Right. So it was, um, it was more, you know, let's just hook up or let's just go to the movies or whatever or something like that. But I haven't really had any of those experiences, but it's good to hear y'all's cause I'm laughing. <laughs> right listen i'm gonna say no it's same like we ain't do that like even now i tell people all the time i don't really do too much of the going out on dates like if i meet a girl and i'm interested in her we do more of the text message talking first before we even think about a date only because i need to get to know you before i even think about spending money on you or taking you out now granted there are times where yeah we'll meet up and grab something to eat, but I wouldn't really call it an actual date. So, yeah, I definitely understand you. <laughs> I definitely understand it. <laughs> but this was completely funny. I'm still laughing over here at Pastor Charles being petty. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Uh, Pastor Lewis. It was the, I pay for everybody over here for me. Right. He goes, no, nah, I pay for these guys. <laughs> I pay for my table. <laughs> you said at that table, your homegirls ain't got you. <laughs> But I look back on that and I'm like, I, oh Lord, oh, what was I had to like, Lord, please forgive me for that. Well, you know, I'm I'm married and that, she married to somebody else and everything else like that. I'm really like, Lord, was I really that? Pet, listen, pettiness will come out in holiness if you let it. I'm talking about what? It will come out. My God. Woo. Lord, we love doing that. Oh, you gonna do me wrong? I'm gonna do you wrong. Okay, I'm gonna be petty right on with you. We love being petty. <laughs> Lord, I'm over here trying. Whoa. All right, Pastor Lewis, last but not least, last but not least, final remarks for the room. Have you ever had like a funny, weird, bad dating experience? Do 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 do. It's on you. Well, um, it's always good to be in the room with those who love God and are the called according to his purpose, huh? Um, of course, my son was called. But, uh, yeah, I really didn't have a whole lot of that either. As, um, you know, look, yeah, I, I just didn't have a whole lot of dating um, experience. I, I, I mean, I was married at 22, so... Wow, yeah, you did say that. Okay. Is that enough? Yeah. Oh no, I didn't I didn't mean to. No, no, no. No, no, no. I, I told you. It's time. I got the rest. I got the rest. But uh yeah, y'all. Um hold hold on one second. No, you're good, Pastor Lou. See, yeah, I know Google's going off in the background. 22. Did he say you got married at 22? So, yeah, okay. So I got married at 21. But I, you know, I was still, I was probably about 19. That, I was 19. I was headed towards marriage, I guess, 18. Or so, you know, so that is funny to me. It don't take a lot of time, do it. It don't take a lot of time. <laughs> right. Pastor Charles, let me read another one for you. <laughs> Said, went on a date. Me and the girl had a lovely time. The date was almost two hours because we sat there talking so long. She was real romantic, real cute, and I was really into her. But then when I walked her to her car, I found out she left her kid in the car the whole time. 
Say what? <laughs> I had to run to the mic. What? <laughs> I stepped away for a second, and I had to run back to them. What'd you say? Yes. He said they went on a two-hour date. He loved it. They had fun. But then he walked into the car and found out she left her kid in the car the whole time. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, Twitter is funny. This is funny. Like, I believe that, though. I believe it. Oh, Lord. Well, yeah, this has been a fantastic show. This has been a fantastic show. Y'all see the time now is 11.01, and people love calling and doing, like, you know, once I get off the show, I'll be having to wake up and go to work for real, for real. So thank you guys so much for this show. We did an incredible job today. Like, I don't just take it up for me. I say we all the time because I know it's because of you guys. Like, y'all did an incredible job with us today. So I want to thank y'all for this room. Everything was like I say all the time fantastic with two ends <laughs> probably christian texted this weekend i took i hit him with a fantastic yes sir anytime you ask me how i'm doing and i don't oh, excuse me and i don't reply or say fantastic with two ends it might be something going on but most of the time when i text you that i'm fantastic with my two ends yeah we having a fantastic day <laughs> but no this was a fantastic show and i'm so grateful and thankful for this room this space these people um, listen, shameless plug, you can always catch the replay on Clubhouse or on all your podcast platforms. Listen, even if you don't listen to the podcast, just go subscribe. Just go subscribe on your Apple iPhone. Just go type in Waking Up With The Profit on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever on one of your podcast platforms and just subscribe. You can even go to iHeartRadio. Go to the iHeartRadio app or go to iHeartRadio.com and just subscribe. Just click the subscribe button for me. It will be a blessing. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. I just feel somebody subscribing right now in Jesus' name. <laughs> but listen, this has been an amazing show. And we have nothing else to, you know, nothing else to discuss right now. I was going to wait for Pastor Lewis to come back. But trust me, I understand he's over there busy just like we all are busy because we all got work to do. So, since it's 11 o'clock, let's go ahead and get off of here because we got work to do and we got to get up and do some stuff. So, I'm going to ask Pastor Charles as always, can you pray us out, sir? It was one closing prayer and then we done. Yes, sir. Lord, we thank you for your grace, your love, your peace, your joy in the Holy Ghost. Let it be with us. Let it be in us as we leave this moment. But Lord, as we leave this moment, we leave this place. We never leave your presence. Let it all be done and whatever we have to do now. Lord, for your glory, let it be done for your glory and for your honor in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, I love you guys. I'm praying for you guys. I pray you have a peaceful, prosperous, and productive day. And then so I'll see you again tomorrow at 8 a.m. for Waking Up With The Prophet. I love you. I'm praying for y'all. This room is ending in three, two, one.